Now! This is it! Now is the time to choose. Die and be free of pain, or live and fight your sorrow. Now is the time to shape your stories. Your fate is in your hands. The Every FNFF Podcast coming to you ungagged this time. <laughs> We've edited out all the gags. No jokes on this episode. Yeah, 100% less jokes. <laughs> Dead serious. I'm Curtis Ware. Uh, and who else do we have with us this week? Oh, you have us. Yeah. You can introduce, uh, let's, let's, just do the whole, let's just do the whole roll call like we usually do. Welcome yeah, to the Every FNFF Podcast. We have um, Curtis. I'm Curtis. <laughs> I'm Carl. I'm Alex. <laughs> And with us, we have returning guest. I'm Aaron. And I'm Mike. And Mike from season two. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> from season two. Wait, Mike was in season no, one. No, I was, I was season one. Oh, were yeah. you? OG. Now, yeah. OG. You weren't here for FF1. Okay. This, that season was so small, it kind of blurs together with FF7. So Alex <laughs> is just going to edit it together so that it sounds like he was the one who was right and we were all wrong, <laughs> including Mike. <laughs> I, I remember... Mike was on during the glacier climb. Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, wow. Yes. Yeah. 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 The good old days. Now we're at the other side of the mountain and everything's just fine. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. Significantly less snowboarding now. We went up into the meteor and that's where Xanakin is. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, yeah. Thanks again for coming back, Aaron. I know because it's a long season, I was like, we just got to start calling back people because. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I thank you so much for calling me. I am. Uh, I, I apologize if I am low energy. I was I've been playing Dark Souls every moment of my life for the last couple of weeks. Yes. What's that? What's <laughs> <Never laughs> Dark Souls? Or what's life? I feel like if anything, you need to apologize for this particular group of people. Playing Dark Souls is probably not not the thing i'm like i'm like an avowed dark souls hater uh this is actually my first one i'm playing three really? at the moment yeah awesome. how are you enjoying it so far i love it i also Hell think yeah. it sucks that's what i love to <laughs> no, hear I, I love it i'm having a great time well carl's coaching brian Lee o'malley now to play so if you need any tips. <laughs> nice. yeah no at the moment i'm actually i'm this was perfectly timed because you guys we started the call right after i had almost thrown my controller fighting the pontiff so, oh, uh, right on, yeah. Yeah, I was like, okay, I clearly need to take a mental health break here. <laughs> <laughs> so, I guess you guys are my mental health break. Thank you. But, yeah, Mike, how have you been since uh, last year? I don't know when it was last year. Yeah, time. it was the before it was times. pre-COVID. It was, like, I think October of 2019. Yeah. Which is wow. just wild to think about because it's, like, 2020 was so long and so short at the same time. So, like, yeah. 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 Uh no, I'm 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 doing all right. It's it's nice here. It's it's sunny in the desert and uh no no complaints. Yeah, you have any more cats? I think since last time, yeah, we've we've found a bunch <laughs> more and then we found some that like like Matryoshka dolls, they had cats inside of them. Um, oh, so, yeah. Trojan cats. Trojan cats. The Garan Galan of cats. It's it's That's right. a, a situation. <laughs> Skitters left the room right before we started. That. I was hoping to get her on the pod again. Oh, oh, yeah. no, Maybe later. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> what do you think about Blitzball Skitters? You hate it too, right? <laughs> Don't we all? But uh, since you haven't been on, uh, what's your experience with the uh, FF10, buddy? 
I, okay, so I have kind of a weird one. Um, the first time I ever played FF10 was a demo kiosk. Uh, there, there was this event in San Francisco where they had, um, it was like a preview event for Final Fantasy X and for Final Fantasy Chronicles, the like PlayStation re-release of 4 and Chrono Trigger on like one disc. Ooh. So uh, there was like a cosplay event. Like my sister was dressed up as like Luca from Chrono Trigger. Like it was, it was, it was rad, but they had all these like demo kiosks and that was the first time I'd ever played it. And then while we were there, we won this like raffle to see uh, Spirits Within that night with Ooh. Sakaguchi. <laughs> oh, wow. So it was like the, the, the Metreon uh, San Francisco. It's like an IMAX theater. And, um, oh, the Metreon is so cool. Yeah. It was like at the what was the Sony store, like the PlayStation store. I don't think it's there anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So like got to play Final Fantasy X for the first time and see spirits within in a theater like before it released it was a very very surreal experience uh the movie was not received very well uh, <laughs> <laughs> sakaguchi stood up and threw his hat on the ground and stomped on it and walked out <laughs> sakaguchi left rather rather quietly um, show us the sakaguchi cut that was his producers he was like i'm fucking done with this series <laughs> it's not how they the movie uh but yeah no uh it was it was probably like a couple of years i think before i like actually played through uh 10 because i didn't have a ps2 so uh like i ended up borrowing a ps2 from a friend and uh going through it and then i kind of every every couple of years I, I go back through it um i had just finished a replay of it in 2019 uh, i finished it on father's day um Nice, some nice little thematic uh, oh, towards yeah. the end of the game. Uh, <laughs> and so originally I was like, you know what, I'm, I'm probably, when, when they get to 10, I'm probably not going to replay it for the pod. I'll, I'll just watch it. And then I remember it was the day, um, the day that Ruth Bader Ginsburg died. I looked at my Twitter feed and was like, I need to log the fuck off for the day. <laughs> the tanks are going to be like weapons grade bad. And so then I just ground and caught up to the pod. <laughs> Uh, and, and we kind of just, just sticking with it ever since. Yeah, that so. sounds like a great idea. <laughs> well, thanks, buddy. Yeah, right. glad to be here. Well, thanks to uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg <laughs> for dying so that you could uh, play through it again. <laughs> <laughs> one, of the, one of the many services yeah. she provided. She brings the next calm. <laughs> 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 Brought the calm to my fucking Twitter feed, let me tell you. Mike is, yeah. our, <laughs> Mike is our final AM. <laughs> <laughs> Which we're going to find out what that means today. <laughs> yeah. Oh boy! Oh, nice little lore dump. Oh, you know what we did last time on the podcast? We did my favorite thing, which is getting in an elevator. <laughs> Hell yeah! Love to be in an elevator. So it's not a diagonal elevator, so it's probably not that important. I was talking about diagonal elevators last night with somebody, and I was like, "Dude, you always know shit is about to go down in a video game when you get on a diagonal elevator." <laughs> yeah, I think we talked about that a few episodes back. <laughs> um. But yeah, we have arrived at the, I forgot what you call it. The Chamber of the Faith. The Chamber of the Faith. With the creepy version of the Hymn of the Faith that's like discordant. Yeah. yeah. It's real cool. I forgot to say that, yeah, when we were, before Yuna went down to the chamber and before she came back up, uh, there is a version of Hymn of the Faith, which I think is called Unaleska's Hymn of the Faith. But um, mm. but I think canonically it should be Zeon's, right? Right, I think that's who's singing. We were about to get uh, Lord Zeon or something. He would be, yeah. But then Yuna says, uh, this bitch empty. <laughs> <laughs> right. So we actually walk into the Chamber of the Faith and see it. And it's the same as the time we saw in Bavel, right? Where it has like the translucent blue like dome on the floor, which the faith would be inside. Except this time, they're no faith. 
ain't no faith in that dome. Yeah, Unaleska's there, and Waka sees the empty, like the empty faith chamber and stuff. He says, "Damn, bitch, you live like this." <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Una says, "This isn't a faith; it's just an empty statue." And that uh, that creepy old translucent man from the intro. He of, doesn't even uh, wait a beat. He just like was. No, he, he, like he was waiting to, like, for there. to finish talking, and he's like, "Well, here I am." Yeah, he immediately starts talking and says. That statue lost its power as a faith long ago. It is Lord Zeon, the first faith of the final summoning. What you see before you is all that remains of him. Lord Zeon is... His soul is gone. So, yeah, Zeon and then, like, is Zeon. And the party discusses, <laughs> like, Riku's like, oh, there's no final Aeon? And, uh... And this ghost or this this ghost priest says, "But fear not, Lady Unaleska will show you the path. The final Aeon will be yours. The summoner and final Aeon will join powers. Go to her now. Inside, the lady awaits." And like another door, kind of like materializes, yeah. yeah, into existence, and we're able to go through it. And I like the like Titus says, "Oren, you knew this would happen, didn't you?" And I'm like, "Oren, <laughs> you son of a bitch!" <laughs> and he's, he's like, like "Yeah." Yeah, he just says yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and Riku's like, why didn't you tell us? And then it like zooms in on Oren's face and he says, uh, If I had told you the truth, would that really have stopped you from coming? And uh, and then it kind of just go- goes on and we see K- uh, Kimari uh, like watching Yuna as she's about to enter through this door. And he says, Yuna. And she just goes on and says, I'm not going back. Kimari knows. Mm-hmm. Kimari goes first. Yuna is safe. Kimari protect. God, and then they so kind of continue good. on. I love Kimari so much. Actually, now that I think about it, the last time we had Aaron on was the last time we saw Unaleska too, right? Yeah, that's actually why I asked to be back on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm, just, I'm just here for Unaleska. <laughs> <laughs> Unamorka, to steal a, steal a joke there. Oh yeah, that's when we first heard about Unaleska through Seymour, right? Yeah. And, and yeah. they yeah. saw it in that vision, that his funky little like uh, VR presentation. Yeah. <laughs> his, his funky VR. Seymour <laughs> and his funky VR. That's what we should have called that episode. Seymour's PowerPoint. Yeah. <laughs> Next slide, please. What if I told you dying is actually good? <laughs> <laughs> How to die better? How to die faster? Four hour die week. Sorry. Yeah, Seymour's whole philosophy on life is just. Uh, Die young and leave a beautiful corpse. Yes. <laughs> die young and then die again and then die again. <laughs> die as many times as possible. Yeah. <laughs> Live not already, would you? Um, so we walk into the next room, which is like a very large open chamber. It, I, I don't know if it's an atrium anymore. I've ruined that word for myself. This does look like uh, the uh, Makalania temple when we, where we uh, saw yeah. the... I'm not sure if it was going to be a reception or a pre-wedding celebration thing that was happening mm-hmm. with yeah. the band playing. And what's the difference between an atrium and a foyer, or a foyer? <laughs> a foyer. An atrium oh. and a foyer. Is this um, a trick question? I genuinely want to know. <laughs> like, I think no one on this podcast is like qualified to answer that. <laughs> foyer, an entrance the hall or open area in a building used by the public, especially a hotel or theater. Okay, oh, I like it. 
and then an atrium is defined as a oh, the foyer versus atrium. There's actually some. Oh no! Okay, good. We'll link to it in the show notes. <laughs> We're gonna get strong responses from Team Foyer versus Team Atrium. <laughs> atrium. It's any chamber that's connected to other chambers or passageways. So the atrium is like maybe kind of. Uh, Doesn't have to be the first room, but is like a vestibule. Okay. Like a, yeah. A foyer would have to be in the first room, right? The yeah. atrium is yeah. where Ultima is on the spear grid. <laughs> okay, that helps. Foyer is where you start. <laughs> That's what I'm guessing. Cool. Now that we've settled that atrium. <laughs> yeah, yeah, airtight. Yeah. We'll forget um, in like two episodes. It's fine. I know. <laughs> I still don't remember where the engineer sits. Learn nothing. <laughs> that's that's the goal. If it's one thing this podcast does well, it's learn absolutely nothing. <laughs> Um, so yeah, as soon as we walk into this room, uh, Riku says, someone's coming, and then we see Lady Unaleska. Hell yeah. And nice. Yeah, all, all double-cheeked up, once again. Yeah. She looks like a sim. <laughs> like a sim? Yeah. <laughs> she does actually look like a sim. Very, or, I mean, she's very wispy. The closest I can think of is just very, I've been playing a lot of Hades, so I'm just thinking of a lot of, uh, Aphrodite. Totally. Nice. Uh, Long wispy hair that kind of seems to have a mind of its own, but yeah, we, just same as we saw her, just in her kind of ornate bikini. Some of the she has like little tassels coming off of her bikini, and they have the the Yevon symbol, like the Alpha Yevon symbol on them, and I'm noticing that right now because yeah, that's yeah. an important symbol. That's sacrilege. Whatever. <laughs> um, did we discuss this last time? That's her hair, right? <laughs> where? I, I think so, right? Like all the, the <laughs> where? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Things kind of. Oh, there's some on the top off. of her head too that look like almost like praying uh, mantis antennae. Yeah. Yeah, that almost looks like a headdress kind this of thing. This was but during I... the mid 2000s where that was very hot in anime design. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she does look like a a more humanized version of like a Pokemon legendary dog or something. She's got the weird little like. <laughs> oh yeah, like uh... Suicune. <laughs> Suicune. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, so uh, Lady Unalesco appears and says, "Welcome to Xanarkand. I congratulate you, Summoner. You have completed your pilgrimage. I will now bestow you with that which you seek. The final summoning will be yours." And she, like, extends her arms out. It's all very, like, grand and theatric. And mm-hmm. she says, now choose. You must choose the one whom I will change to become the faith of the final summoning. And everybody gasps. What? What a revelation. I wanted to ask two things. One, what if Eunice showed up alone? <laughs> because she was Oops. supposed to come down here alone originally, right? She came down. And to the faith, right. Yeah, and then maybe like maybe like the rest of the party is just standing in that room before, and one of them just zap becomes a fate. <laughs> like, oh! <laughs> I mean, she did she did go down first uh, by herself, and like everyone was kind of just waiting around, and then she came back up, and she was like, "Oh shit! Like you guys need to come and check this out." Yeah, you just mean what in if, general, what if you what has if to die? Came, yeah, like you mean if she didn't have a guardian? No one at all? was around. Like oh, I don't have any guardians. I fucking did it myself, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> all of my guardians died on Gagazet. <laughs> But then the other thing is, like, it seems like all the um, the kind of echoes, those memories we saw earlier, like, they all seem to kind of know that this was happening before they even reached this chamber. Yeah. So, like, yeah. why doesn't Yuna's party know that this is how things work, but everyone else kind of previously seemed to know that? 
Yeah. I don't yeah, I don't know. I wonder if like the the memories or whatever are kind of like or like those like g- ghosts that we saw earlier. Unaleska used to live like closer to the front of like the dome and she was like <laughs> I believe right. they're called fate spirits. Lousy with fiends in, in here. I'm going to fucking move back to, back there. Well, I wonder if like those thoughts are like combinations of what they were thinking the whole time that they were in the the dome okay. and not just like at that point i don't know All it right. doesn't it doesn't have to make sense I th- <laughs> but yeah i think when we get more like actual dialogue between like those memories or whatever i think it actually does put it into more perspective that like this was also knowledge that like Braska and his party learned when getting here that's true that's true i think oh, yeah. so yeah. yeah yeah it's all messy but uh, Unaleska says, there must be a bond between Chosen and Summoner, for that is what the final summoning embodies. The bond between husband and wife, mother and child, or between friends. If that bond is strong enough, its light will conquer sin. A thousand years ago, I chose my husband, Zeon, as my faith. Our bond was true, and I obtained the final Aeon. There is nothing to fear. You will soon be freed of worry and pain. Well, that's relieving. Yeah, I know. But for one to call forth the final Aeon, your life will end. Death is the ultimate and final liberation. And I was like, that's very Seymour-esque. <laughs> like, yeah, which, yeah, maybe when Seymour was here as a fucking shitty little kid, he like... This is where he got <laughs> radicalized. I'm not ready for this, but I like it. I like what you're <laughs> but I the like table. it. Yeah, yeah, this is where Seymour got the always be dying mindset. A B D. Yeah, always be dying. He got Unaleska pill. Unaleska pill. He, watched, he <laughs> got, you know, just got into her YouTube channel like way, way too young, just trying to watch Minecraft videos and like. And then you get yeah. caught in the algorithm. Next thing you know, he's committing Ronso genocide. Yeah. Like, yeah, he got sucked in because she was like, "Listen, it's tough, but you got to clean your room, and you'll feel better." And uh, um, <laughs> and she was in the bikini, and it's like, well, <laughs> yeah. now I've watched ten hours of this. So, <laughs> so Seymour as a child, it was like a, a good like prog rock album. When like Seymour was a child, he's like, I didn't really understand it. It's too complex. When but I was a young boy, mama <laughs> took me to Zanarkand. <laughs> <laughs> Summon the final Aeon. <laughs> Somewhere Mutsky's listening to this and he's like, don't steal my bit, you motherfuckers. <laughs> Your father, Braska, chose this path. And then we see a a ghostly imaging of uh, Braska, Oren, and Jekt, right? Like we see another one of these flash, not flashbacks, but... um. Astral projections or whatever, it's a, right? It's, a, it's almost like a flash forward, but the, it's flashing from the back, right? <laughs> <laughs> the flashback's coming to you instead of the other yeah, one. Yeah, right. <laughs> Oren, uh, we, so we see like ghastly Oren say, It is not too late. Let us turn back. If I turn back, who will defeat Sin? Would you have some other summoner and his guardians go through this? And Oren sounding like us, like sounding like Titus, is like, but my lord, there must be another way. And then, like, Jekt is on board, right? Like, he's, like, committed to the bit now. He's just like, this is the only way we got now. Fine. He has also been Unaleska pilled. Dude, As well, yeah. <laughs> he says, make me the faith. I've been doing some thinking. My dream is back in the other Xanarkand. I wanted to make that runt into a star Blitzball player. <laughs> Speaking of Titus, yeah. Yeah. Uh, show him the view from the top, you know. But now I know there's no way home for me. I'm never going to see him again. My dream is never going to come true. So make me the faith. I'll fight sin with you, Braska. Then maybe my life will have meaning, you know. And I was like, oh boy, Jekt is fully in now. Because like, yeah. I feel like that's like the end of Jekt's trajectory as far as like in the past, right? 
Where like he's very like when Jack was still Jack. Yeah, very yeah, yeah, right. right. Very self serving and like very boisterous to like completely committed to something else. And also that realization that Titus has had where he's like, Yeah, I'm never gonna go back. Like it's over now. There is no going to the other Xanarkand. Yeah. Yeah. It's also just very sweet that we kind of, you know, see more about Jack's whole uh like his 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 dreams and ambitions and it was like really to help Titus out and like he you know he was like really bad at showing affection and he showed it in his own way but it was like he wasn't like no you're never going to do this you're never going to be a star or something he was just like kind of doing the tough love thing a little too hard on Titus but like you know it's kind of sweet yeah yeah it's nice seeing through that lens because like I mean I was speculative when we were seeing all these flashbacks like how much of this is just Titus's, Titus's point of view. perception of a shitty dad. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, yeah. he was a shitty dad, but like he he didn't not love him. You know? <laughs> yeah, but he wasn't like <laughs> he was a shitty dad in the way you can be like a shitty guitar player. He's just not good at it. So like <laughs> <laughs> he's trying his best. <laughs> he can almost play some Green Day. He's gonna get there. It's fine. <laughs> Should I? Should we continue reading everyone, or like, should we? There's paraphrase? a lot, but uh, yeah, like Orin just is still like stepping like, don't do this, Jack. If you live, there may be another way, and like, there's still like pretty much the same conversation we've been having. Like, we're just kind of Orin is in denial, Jack is kind of Jack and Braska are are kind of like resigned to like, well, this is the way forward. Yeah, yeah. like Jack is like, I've been thinking this through. Like, this isn't just coming out of nowhere. Like. He's like, yeah, I'm not getting any younger, so like, I might as well make myself useful. <laughs> I do like that line. It's pretty I, good. Like, I, mean, I love he, that Aron is the one that points out like, sin always comes back. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. This, this system is not sustainable, and it's it's neat seeing that from you know, dad. The cycle will continue, and the and your deaths mean nothing. Being like Aron's yeah. dialogue there yeah. is, is really good. I mean, it could be compared to like the trolley car situation where like <laughs> do we like do we bring do we sacrifice two others to bring uh buy us some more time or yeah. right. we, you know or we right, let no, everyone yeah. suffer because there is no way out it's like futile sounds like i'm gonna be making a, a meme for the instagram after this <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah i do like that there's also jack is this is where kind of jack bestows the kind of responsibility of Oron kind of be like yeah you're guarding Braska. yeah which this also makes adds more context to the previous team where like oh she just went down to the final summoning chamber and didn't, didn't say goodbye to anybody but that probably is just like oh yeah she's gonna come back with the final aeon and then we can go kick sin's ass yeah, yeah it's true yeah like you get the final aeon yeah, and then summoning it is what kills you yeah I will say uh, the last interesting thing I think in this little scene is when Jack and Broska are like walking up the stairs at the end of this room to into like Unaleska's chamber, right? And uh, and like Orin is mentioning, they're like, "Oh yeah, Sin always comes back." And Jack's like, "Don't worry, I will find a way to break that cycle." And he's like, "Oh, do you have a plan?" And he goes, ah, "I'll find. I'll figure out something." <laughs> and I'm Hell like, "Oh no, Jack!" <laughs> but I do like that, like. I, for me, as like a person playing this game, right? Like, I'm like, did Jack figure out a way? Is there something I mean, going he's on? He's not of this world, so yeah. yeah. Like, there could be a loop, a, a faith dream loophole. Yeah, right. Yeah, and so I, I'm he doesn't like, have his uh, spirit documentation. So <laughs> I, I like the cut back to regular, like uh, present tense Oron, and just saying, "Well, the cycle went on." So. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. He did yeah. not think of something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like narrator voice. He didn't. <laughs> Maybe if I just sacrifice his son, something will happen. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I do like the way that like the camera does transition back to Orin too, or to like yeah. current our party, where like you see real Orin 
behind the translucent projection of himself and they're like all lined up you know yeah. and then he like gets very angry for the first time i've seen Oren like express that much emotion and he like yeah. swipes his sword and like dismisses all the fireflies and he's like screaming it's very uh very it's powerful. Real cool also yeah. another cool thing that i noticed uh on he like, punches a hole in the drywall <laughs> the, the <laughs> drinks a monster energy drink every day i wake up <laughs> <laughs> and the cycle's going on <laughs> um I, I didn't notice this before. We might have talked about it, but I don't think we did. But uh, like past Auron has like a kick-ass like uh, ponytail. Oh, dude! Oh, yeah, like, so super good. long hair. <laughs> he does, yeah. Yeah, it's pretty sick. <laughs> no, if you have if it's short hair in the front, that does that make it a rat tail, or is it the length that makes it a rat tail? Perhaps I think it's the length. <laughs> samurai aesthetic. Okay. Yeah, it's real. It's real kick-ass. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay. <clears throat> Yeah, but Aaron, uh, as Curtis was saying, uh, and he said, and the cycle went on. As and then, Aaron was saying, you fool. Oh, as Aaron was saying. Oh, yeah, shit. Look how, good, look how good this camera makes my points look. <laughs> <laughs> the lights help. It's oh, a podcast, you. Curtis. Yeah. <laughs> as Aaron was saying, um, Aaron's like, and the cycle went on. And then Titus kind of chimes in, you know, echoing kind of like the mentality that Jack had. And he says, we'll break it. But how? What? You got a plan now. Uh, and Lulu's like, if one of us has to become a faith, I volunteer. Like, we're, they're kind of dismissing Titus and being like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, we, we have to keep doing the only thing that we No time like, for, like, yeah, pipe dreams. We gotta yeah. fucking do something now. Yeah. And then Waka chimes in. He says, me too, Yuna. Like, everyone's just like, I am going to do it. Yeah. It's like, we only Which need like, one person. Guys. I will say, like, is it's very, it's silly in one way, but on another way, it is very nice. Has like, anyone tried getting two final Aeons and one? <laughs> that's true. why they haven't been able to win. Yeah. Maybe that'll do it. They can't have, we can't have two sins. Yeah, Actually, I mean, if Final Fantasy taught us anything, the word final means jack shit. It means nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I will say, we haven't gotten there yet, but there is precedent for there being more than one faith per Aeon. Mm. Oh. Oh. Uh. Mm. Ice climbers. Right. <laughs> Spoiler, Jesus. <laughs> Technically, the controller only controls one of them, but if you can position both ice climbers on either side, or both Aeons on either side of Sin, you can get them stun-locked in a, uh, an A attack, and you can do all the damage you need to. And, so, and then Yuna uses the overdrive, and it just goes, GAME! <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, but yeah, so Titus says, that still won't change anything, you know. You'd bring the calm and then what? That won't break the cycle. And Walker says, listen. You want to defeat Sin and keep Yuna alive. You don't want Sin to come back, yeah? That is just not going to happen, brother, you know? And I was like, <laughs> I love the way he says that line. And I love, the, I love everything about that. He's yeah. just like, he's like, look, it is time to stop fucking around. That is not going to happen. Oh, yeah. And the next line, Lulu is like, if you want everything, you'll end up with nothing. And Titus is like, but I want everything. I want everything. <laughs> and we like, tried nothing and we're all out of ideas. It's my <laughs> infinite calm and I want it now. <laughs> the delivery of the line, too, is very, like, it's very silly. He's <laughs> yeah, like, but I want everything. Yeah, and Waka calls him out, like, what everyone playing this is probably thinking. He says, now you're being childish. And Titus immediately <laughs> continues being chi to, uh, childish and he says, I give up. <laughs> What's an adult to do then? Yeah, yeah, he says that. He's like, what would an adult do? <laughs> um, they know they can just throw away a summoner. Then they can do whatever they like. 
You're right. I might not even have a chance, but no way am I just going to stand here and let Yuna go. And what Oren said about there being a way, I think it's true. And like, I like that again, all of this is based on nothing. Like, he's like, I think Oren was right when he said that there's a way. And like, Oren just like last episode was like, I changed nothing. <laughs> like, nothing yeah. worked. There was like, a Jack's way. Th Jack thought this, but we couldn't do it. He didn't yeah. do it. <laughs> there is no way. I am proof of that. But I do like that they come up with the idea that, uh, like, Titus is like, I'm going to go ask Unaleska. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, ooh, I do like that plan. Like He's like, what would an adult do? I know. I'll go ask mom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Like, this is, like, the Prince, the climax of every, like, Steven Universe episode. Like, oh, yeah, we'll just talk it out. Yeah. Use our yeah, feelings. That's a good Good plan i mean and then save the world i'm i'm gonna speak to their manager i think we God. we skipped over a point where like as <laughs> titus is going through all of this uh riku says you'll think of something in like quotes, in quotes. where she's like yeah. yeah like oh like you're just like jacked you're you'll she think was part of that something. deal too it's like the, the yeah, paris, yeah. The, it was like the paris deal or whatever right she was <laughs> she signed on to this she's <laughs> trying to she's trying to fix it too but uh yeah titus says i don't know but i have to try this is my story It'll go the way I want it, or I'll end it here. And then I like that Yuna, like, kind of has a little, not a snapback to this, but, like, she says something in regards to it, says, you say it's your story, but it's my story, too, you know? It would be so easy to let my fate carry me away, following the same path my whole life through, but I know I can't. What I do, I do with no regrets. And I'm like, yeah. I do like that, like, Yuna was like, look, you're always saying that it's your story, but there are, like, seven people in this party, bud. <laughs> yeah, you're, like, the furthest one from the story being about you. <laughs> He's echoing kind of what we thought when we first met the whole party. I'm like, oh, yeah, Titus is the newcomer. Like, he needs to, like, kind of slow his roll a little bit. Yeah, he's he's used to being kind of the center of attention. I wonder, it does make me wonder, like, what Yuna was saying there. I wonder if Yuna already has in mind what she is getting ready to do in the next scene. Where she was like, it would be easy to let fate just carry me wherever, but I'm thinking about doing something else. And I'm like, oh, does she already have a plan? Is she already yeah. like in the zone with this? That would make sense with her Attack character and too. Attack dethrone like... fate. <laughs> <laughs> Attack and dethrone you know, Yeah. Um, yeah, I think it's a it's kind of a cool inversion of like uh. Or I, I don't know if inversion's the word for it, but like usually with like video games, you play as the main character and stuff, and it's like, oh, this is my story. Yeah. This is the story of Link, kind of, and you know, but like Orin said, it was his story. Yeah, it's always <laughs> like Orin's that. Usually right, and it's like Orin's responsible for all this fucking voiceover. <laughs> <laughs> and it's um, you know, it's like we as the player see this as Titus's story because we see it as our story because we are playing through as Titus. But it's like it's really not, and it's kind of like the whole thing is like, yeah, you keep saying it's your story but like you you have to see by now that it's really not like it's it, this is bigger than just you titus yeah she's been preparing for this for years and he didn't know what a summoner was like six months ago a, a summon yeah what is, what's a sum summoner summoner sum yeah summoner. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so yes, yeah, so the party finally goes up into the next room into Unaleska's chamber, and Unaleska's chamber is just outer space. <laughs> Hell yeah! The beyond, I think, is the name of the space. It's it, is, it just yeah. looks like it looks like just a dungeon floor floating in void. The first section was bed, and then the last one was bath, and then this is beyond. <laughs> <laughs> There's comets and stars and fragrant bath oils everywhere. It's <laughs> nice candles. It smells. You don't very, talk enough about nice. what stuff smells like in this world. It's true. <laughs> Mildew, probably. 
Hey. Yeah, it's probably, Yo, it's probably, yeah, it's probably so moist and wet. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> this whole place is flooded, so yeah, I guess so. But yeah, this is like Final Destination. Yeah, this, yeah. this definitely... <laughs> and they they, they oh come God. to Final Destination. <laughs> yeah, it seems like it probably smells like when like there's like a, an unfinished basement that like floods all the time. Yes. And like when you first go down <laughs> yes. there and you're like, oh, gotta, I gotta get the sub pump. And <laughs> we got... Carl <laughs> speaks from experience. Titus, <laughs> yeah, cha yeah, yeah. <laughs> Titus challenges Unaleska to only Fox, no items. <laughs> <laughs> do you think the like spectral monk guy like goes out and like gets her like Febreze refills and stuff? Or do you think that they can, like, get like, delivered? That's right, yeah. <laughs> well, I want like... Is Unaleska Pyreflies? I guess she's alive. She has. I think she's unsent. around her, right? Yeah, she's, she's probably unsent. unsent. Okay. I mean, who isn't in this fucking game? Not Dude, who is isn't in this workaday world? I tell you, <laughs> unscented, not, slept on, yeah, very good. Unscented. <laughs> unscented. Everybody missed it. Just, just, yeah. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> that's such cut a, it. That's so good. Yeah, cut it. Cut it. Face it. That's great. Print Un the episode. We're done here. <laughs> what if fireflies smell like they're unscented? That's, that's so good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> oh, that's beautiful. I feel like we. <laughs> that's our first, like, good, like, like popsicle stick joke. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I think that's, that's our first good joke. Oh, that's good. That works on exactly two levels. That's fantastic. <laughs> no, more, no more, no less. No less. That's, that's all you need. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So we're in outer so, space. So we're in, we're in Yuna's chambers. Yeah, I bet you Yuna would like this. chamber. Yeah. <laughs> but oh, yeah, it's, it's, it means an empty area, but she just kind of appears again. Like she, this is her room, but yeah. Have you chosen the one to become your faith? Who will it be? Might I ask something first? Will Sin come back even should I use the final summoning to defeat it? Sin is eternal. Every Aeon that defeats it becomes Sin in its place, and thus is Sin reborn. And that's huge, right? Like, yeah, that that's is a, a huge thing. Yeah, that like, a That's a big question thing. that we've had that's now like, oh, okay, that's how it works. And, yeah, like, and why does like, Sin come back? Like, Sin is just the last final Aeon that we've... <laughs> like use we've been kind of we've been kind of suspecting it yeah. more and more as we see like okay eject is sin that's point b and as we've been getting closer and closer like okay i'm starting to see a pattern here with like all the other like yeah the other yeah. guys kind of giving themselves up to become to basically fill the space of the final aeon yeah right. and and titus underlines it and and says uh so that's why ject became sin and uh Unileska explains more and says sin is an inevitable part of spira's destiny it is never ending uh and black is like never ending but but if we atone for our crimes sin will stop coming back yeah uh someday it'll be gone yeah and like Unileska is just like Will humanity ever attain such purity? And then, like, they're all starting to get pretty fucking pissed. Yeah, Lulu gets mad, too, next. And that's yeah. I love that, because, like, the whole game has been about, like, Waka kind of losing his faith. And, like, I know. Or, like, yeah. coming to terms with it. Or, like, you know, you see, like, pre-flashback pre, like, Oron and, and modern Oron. And, like, watching Lulu realize that, like, the religion is a sham... Like is it, this this whole scene fucking slaps? I know. Yeah, yeah. You, that, that's Waka in the corner. That's him in the spotlight. <laughs> <laughs> Losing ties with Yevon. That's way better than what I. <laughs> that's way better than Saying what I was gonna say. Saying fuck you, Yevon. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, <laughs> Lulu says, this, this cannot be. The teachings state that we can exercise sin with complete atonement. It's been our only hope all these years. And Unaleska says, hope is comforting. <laughs> it allows us to accept fate, however tragic it may be. Yeah, and, like, and then there's like a really cool thing that happens where like Titus is fucking pissed off and he's like no and charging with his sword and at yeah, the like, same Titus time Titus is getting ready to like run up and like <laughs> soccer one right yeah ass. yeah and like at the same exact time there's also like the memory Auron like doing the same exact thing saying no at the exact same time yeah mm -hmm. and it shows Auron like run up and kind of like have a standoff with Unaleska mm -hmm. where is the sense in all this Braska believed in Yevon's teachings and died for them Jack believed in Braska and gave his life for him. And Uleska, memory Uleska, says they <laughs> chose to die because they had hope. And then Orin charges, like this is ghost Orin, this is a vision of the past, yeah. charges Unaleska like with intent to kill. And he's <laughs> like, he's like gonna fucking murk Unaleska right here. And she like, what, I, I don't have, it. it's she, like a, it's like a force field. Yeah, it's and like then zap. like sort of like yeah, and then like kind of like pushes him back and just bodies like his an ass. AT field. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, she just counters him, um, and he kind of goes <laughs> flinging towards the camera and lands. She um, does the the first. fox down B move and uh, <laughs> reflects it. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my but god, she still has all five of her stock left. There's no, there's no way we're gonna beat her. <laughs> She's going to Evo. <laughs> <laughs> we see him uh, completely get blown back. Just land right in the foreground. Yeah, his healthy. sword it like like flies into the ground and is just sticking out. Like he's like down it does that count. cool anime thing that swords do when they <laughs> they yeah. hit the ground and they're always sticking straight up. <laughs> that doesn't explain his scar though. I was hoping we see a cool scar like how he got it. <laughs> We're never gonna know. Yeah, never know. Point. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Unaleska probably just a blitzball accident. And I, I will say this: the Unaleska speaking, I get the feeling that like. It's just modern Unaleska, like, quoting against Auron. Like, she has, like, some kind of, like, non-temporal quality. Because I didn't see, like, a ghost Unaleska. It's just kind of, like... She kind of exists oh, outside of, of temporal space, yeah. Yeah. Which yeah. is kind of what I got from the beyond, is that she kind of lives outside of all of this. She's like Sephiroth in the Temple of the Ancients? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Alex, you should bleep this out, but she's like uh, Ultimatia in the time compressed zone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, we leave Ultimatia in every time. <laughs> the only reason I think it's actually a, a memory Unaleska is because she has a bluish hue to her that's different than mm. the one we see oh, when okay. we're talking to her normally. True. Oh, maybe so. The memories kind of have a bluish, like, yeah, that's you a know, Star Wars uh, hologram yeah. thing. It's Fair also enough. a slight, it's like, I think... Unaleska is, like, right in the center currently in present time. Mm. Yeah, you can see R2-D2 projecting her, actually. Oh, that's yeah. true. Yeah, that's fair. You're wrong, Curtis. This isn't another Sephiroth thing. She's just not there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was just say, she's just not there in that scene then. <laughs> but, yeah, um, she says, Yevon's teachings and the final summoning give people give the people of Spear a hope. Without hope, they would drown in their sorrow. Now choose who will be your faith. Who will be the one to renew Spira's hope? And I was just like, oh, it's so like tense. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Like, we learned all this stuff that like none of it, like, not that none of it matters. Like, you know, Yuna has said before, like, don't say that the calm doesn't matter just because sin comes back. Like, it still matters. Ten years without sin is huge. Yeah. So, like, but but it is kind of like, oh, man, like literally it will just continue forever. And like, but like Yuna's about to have her big moment. Yeah, right. And she does have a big moment, an awesome big moment here. Yeah, do you want to take that one away, Aaron? Do you have the other uh, script in front of you? 
oh yeah, yeah, who will be the one to renew Spira's hope there? And Yuna's just like, nobody. <laughs> yeah, I would have gladly died. I live for the people of Spira and would have gladly died for them, but no more. The final summoning is a false tradition that should be thrown away. Hell Yo, tight. Fuck yes, <laughs> Like Everybody on the pod, I can see everybody's camera, like everybody raised yeah, their fist up in the like, air. Yes. And then uh, Unaleska says it's our only hope, uh, and that your father sacrificed himself to give the hope to the people so they would forget sorrow. Uh, and then Yuna's like, no, 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 bitch. My father, <laughs> my father wanted to make Spira's sorrow go away, not just cover it up with lies. <laughs> Beautiful. And yeah. uh, Unaleska does say, uh, sorrow cannot be abolished, it is meaningless to try. Which is she fair. clearly never met Iwata. This is why reform is bad. This is why reform is bad. <laughs> <laughs> we should improve things slightly, maybe. <laughs> but, but, we should so not we should do improve society somewhere. Yet you decided so on your pilgrimage. Curious. <laughs> I'm very smart, you see. You posted that opinion, Unaleska, on your iPhone. Hmm. Unis <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> says, My father, I loved him. So I, I will live with my sorrow. I will live my own life. I will defeat sorrow in his place. I will stand my ground and be strong. I don't know when it will be, but someday I will conquer it and I will do without false hope. Hell and I'm yeah. like, oh, that's so good. I love that Yuna got to the end of her pilgrimage and was just like, I'm not going to get the final Aeon. Go fuck yourself. And this I'm is like, over. Yeah. No one's doing this again. <laughs> I'm the this last shit, pilgrimage. I know. This I shit know. fucking sucks. Like, no more. I love it. I love it. Like, this is, like, such a good fucking scene. Because, like, the whole game has, like, the whole game pretty much has just been like learning to accept what cannot be changed. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's been a very like, like <laughs> 10 is a very bummer of a game. It's very fatalistic. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah it's, also, yeah. it's also rad because the whole game has had this thing with, you know, Titus being all like, I'm, I'm going to change thing or, you know, him and him and Riku want to, want to, find a way to to fix it or to do something different and then yuna's like no no fuck this it's me like i yeah, yeah. I, i'm putting a stop to this <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah yeah i love it uh it also this thing with like false hope it just reminded me of the uh the episode of futurama where bender gets like shot into space and they're like they can't catch up with him and like they're trying to find him so they find that like fortune teller robot and like they're talking to it and uh like she's like lying to him and saying like oh like you know bender and, she, and she's like hey do you want false hope or not and he's like only if you don't have any other real kind <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah, Unaleska says, Poor creature, you would throw away hope. Well, I will free you before you can drown in your sorrow. It is better for you to die in hope than live in despair. Let me be your liberator. And she starts like, kind of transforming a little bit into a creepo monster. Hell yeah. It's very Seymour energy again. Yeah, yeah which makes sense. Yeah, like, we, we were talking. It seemed to want your death so bad. Yeah, yeah. We were kind of like confused about like Seymour's actual motivations. And we're like, yeah, we get like what you're saying, but it's stupid and we don't understand your motivations. But like <laughs> the fact that it's coming like exactly the same sort of philosophy coming from Unaleska, who like sits at the end of all of this and is like at the top of like yeah. the Church of Yevon and stuff. It's like, oh, okay. It makes sense that this is where his motivation is coming yeah, from. This, so these are the actual like, teachings of Yevon. Yeah. Yeah. As opposed to what we've been sort of told is the yeah. is is the right. church. This is the top of the chain for Yeah. Like Scientology. Like you had to get to the inside <laughs> and then you find out that it's just been aliens the whole time. 
It was all scam. Yeah. <laughs> this yeah, is what we call the mask off. <laughs> now, if you are somebody who plays FF10 like multiple times, if you're the kind of person who enjoys FF10 like that, or if you're a speedrunner of FF10, or you've watched speedruns of FF10, <laughs> starting right here is the copy pasta for FF10. Because <laughs> like every time I like watch speedruns of this game, when people get to this point, people have like a copy pasta ready to go and just spam it in the chat. And so like the chat goes by so quick and you'll just have like a hundred people just like spamming Oren's speech here. It's Yo, great. Hell yeah. Does, what the fuck did you just fuck. say to, Does, about me, you little bitch? I have you know I graduated top of my class in the Navy yeah. SEALs. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Is it that one? That's the one. <laughs> <laughs> there were 40 confirmed kills. <laughs> um, should, I, I don't, I'm going to ask future Alex this. Do, do we play the sample or do we have somebody read it? I mean, I'm gonna, definitely going to have to play some You're of gonna it have for to effect. Play it. But like, yeah, please do the I'm, sample. I'm, I'm, I, always, I, I always do the sample in and out. But yeah. yeah I think enough. we should just have the sample play. S starting here now is like everyone kind of gets their kind of big like kind of final like quote in but at the same time the camera's doing this kind of glitchy tyler durden effect dude it is yeah. It's, uh, yeah. yeah it's like spazzing around kind of like low up and down like it's kind of glitching in and out almost like i'm not sure like we're kind of tearing the matrix or something like that like we're i think it's supposed to symbolize like we are breaking tradition by yeah deciding to like break the uh basically fight fate but, yeah right yeah or as Oren is speaking which is i just gotta say speech. real quick before we go on like this is a great shot of Oren right here. And like, I get that like we're playing on the HD remaster, so our textures are gonna be like better than the original one. Which like look at look at this. Dude, yes. Yeah, so, so fucking good. good. You can see the the dirt and the grime in his forehead. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Anyway. Does anybody want to read it with bravado? Guests, 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 oh, guests, yeah. guests, guests. Do any of you want to be Oren? Sure. <laughs> Yeah! Yes. Yeah, hell yeah. He's all. Now, this is it. Now is the time to choose. Die and be free of pain or live and fight. Yeah. And I, I missed a screenshot. Oh, oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> or live and fight your sorrow. Now is the time to shape your stories. Your fate is in your hands. I love it. Ah! Oh, that fucking so bad. Good. I, forgot, I, forget, I keep forgetting that Mike is a singer, so he's a really nice. Nice. Uh, <laughs> Thank <you>. Smoky voice. <laughs> <laughs> You just, just start saying it before shows, like before you play your first song. <laughs> now is the time to choose. Backstage, we're all like, "All right, everybody, we it's got a fucking this. Proto Man show." That's your yeah. yeah that's your yeah, mic. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the band, yeah, a band before like they go out to play the show, they like everybody puts their hands in and like somebody says, "Now is the time to choose." And then like the bass player is like, "I can't believe we're gonna fight Unaleska." <laughs> <laughs> oh jeez. Oh, Mari's oh, the bass player, right? Yeah, hey. oh, yeah. Hey, Waka's got real uh, bass player energy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Kamari says, uh, "Yuna need you, Kamari. Kamari protect Yuna." And then Riku bounces <laughs> in. Well, I'm fighting. Yeah. And then Waka has this the is like big anime vibes where everyone's gonna, yeah, like, get yeah. Their, like, they got their little. And I'm like, you've got my yeah. yeah. I'm here too. I'm and then here too. everyone <laughs> roll. Yeah, sound off. Everyone's here. The yeah, Vegeta's there, and he says, "Kakarot, I'm not letting you have all the glory. I do this as the prince of all Saiyans." <laughs> 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 uh, 
<laughs> Waka has the greatest line. Like, I can't believe we're gonna fight Lady Unaleska. Give, Give me, me a break. break. <laughs> so and he's like in his battle position. He's ready to go. He's, he's just like, Give me a break. Yeah, and Lulu's like, Yeah, you could always run. And Wawa goes, Ha, I'd never forgive myself. No way. Not if I ran away now. Even in death, yeah. Even in death, yeah. So and, like, fucking good. I don't know, like, I'm sure that like Carl and Alex, like, because we've been on the season of FF10 for quite a while now, many episodes, like, I have been saying even in death, yeah, like, <laughs> like outside of recording the whole time, and, like, finally we got to it. Fuck yeah. It's so and then, good. Like, and then, like, Phoebe from the Magic School Bus is like, we didn't do this at my old school. <laughs> Lisa Simpson says, I'll be in my room. <laughs> That's right. Uh, Lulu says, my thoughts exactly. And then Titus says, this is our story, which is great. Uh, now let's see this thing through together. And we start to fight Unaleska. Yeah. Let's go. I think we need to take a break. Is now a good time? Now's probably a good time, yeah. Would you say, now is the time? <laughs> now is the time to break. I'm looking at the like the fandom right now, like the wiki page or whatever. And it says, I mean, I guess this is something that like a way of categorizing enemies that like is just not shown usually, but it says other information about Unaleska. Enemy is tough, heavy. <laughs> <laughs> what did I say last did I say on pod or was it off pod where I described heavy? Where I was like, that is um the tag no i was talking i was talking to somebody at work as i do i was talking to somebody <laughs> at work about final fantasy god yeah, you, you, at your job the podcast yeah but um i was describing that like in final fantasy like programming parlance the the technical term they use for all of their bosses is heavy oh and it's, okay it basically like is a uh is a tag that they give to certain enemies to show that like tricks aren't going to work on them like one hit things aren't going to work certain status yeah. effects and stuff like that likely to yeah yeah i think i think the developer who uh like coined that at square if i'm not mistaken was uh martin mcfly um, <laughs> <That's> heavy <laughs> you just imagine him going through like programming going this is heavy this is heavy this whoa, is heavy whoa sock this boss is heavy <laughs> sock I also feel okay. So I will say this. This this should stay in. <laughs> Someone did point out to us on Twitter, and I know that like we've like mildly addressed this <laughs> before, but like Nomura didn't direct this game. As much as we blame him for everything bad, in <laughs> oh it, yeah, it's just funny. <laughs> it's our thanks, but Obama. Like, but we do it so much that I was like, no, I do understand that people would be confused by that because we're constantly like, what a good choice, Nomura. His name's on the screenshots, okay? So Yeah, like. exactly. Uh, right, he doesn't yeah. want to catch shit for it. He should not have a fucking watermark on uh, the screenshot of Unaleska that I have Which, showing that she's immune to bio. Oddly enough, uh, the Steam version doesn't do that. Oh, interesting. Really? Nice. Yeah. yeah, Steam also probably doesn't block you from like taking screenshots during certain cutscenes, right? No, yeah. yeah, not at all. Like, Titus I'm, and Unikissing. Slam an F9. And all like, yeah, just print screen, print screen. <laughs> So Unaleska, y'all. Unaleska. Yeah, it wasn't a big deal. <laughs> well, I was gonna ask who, who. So I, I've played this game recently enough that I was like, I remember your tricks, Unaleska. <laughs> who died on this fight <laughs> out of all of us? 
I, I definitely did. did, but I knew what I was getting myself into and then yeah. fucked up because I prepared the wrong way. Yeah. <laughs> um, like... After after the first death that I took, uh, I did the same thing. I actually died twice on this fight, and it was mm. because uh, in the same way, like, I was in the second fight, and I was like, okay, I know the trick. I can get past this. I have a, a really good strategy that I'm going to do. And then I also fucked it up and died again. <laughs> so, yeah, this fight is interesting because there's, like, a lot of, um, there's kind of a fake out. Like, you think you know the rules, and then it, there's three phases, spoiler. Uh, by, the third yeah. by the third phase, like, it kind of fucks you up. It's kind of like the final fuck you at the end, once you make it that far. There is such a fuck you in this. <laughs> but if you're prepared, this fight isn't too bad. Yeah. yeah it's yeah. a cool fight. It's like, I mean, it, there there is a bullshit, like, you can get entirely wiped without anything you can really do about it, um, which you have to see coming, which is kind of a fuck you. Like, I usually hate that in games. <laughs> but it was the kind of thing, too, where I'm like, okay, now that I know about it, though, it's not a big deal. And I actually yeah. enjoyed trying to figure out how to get by it. Yeah, that's the thing. Most of it is is pretty good, and I will say like the um, the normal fight, like the the normal fight, the um, the challenging aspects of this fight are really well thought out. I think. Yeah, right? for sure. Yeah, yeah, and it's also really well timed because we we recently had a a boss fight where the gimmick was, oh, like we're turned into zombies and then you know Kiraga is used on us or life is used on us and we're we're dead how do we get past that and this right. kind of has a similar thing it's kind of the inverse in, of it in the inverse of it where like right. it takes what we're like we're like oh i know this old trick i don't have to worry about this and then like being like oh wait much like the rest of the world the, yeah the, the final the final phase counts on you like figuring out the trick yeah. before you get to that phase but if you but the trick is actually not to do anything yeah, just find well, out how to stay right. alive in that phase. So yeah, we'll get we'll be stop speaking obtusely. So phase one, right? So phase one's pretty tight because like we have two different kinds of damage that we can do. Essentially, we can do like physical damage or magical damage, and Unaleska counters. And depending on what you did to damage Unaleska, she will counter appropriately. So if we have like uh, Lulu or Yuna use, I mean, I guess anybody, but like that's who you would use the magic with. She'll counter attack with an attack that does damage and causes silence. Yeah. So now you have to waste a turn healing silence unless you are like silence or have like auto remedy or something like that, right? Right. Which I did have auto remedy on for this Same. battle, and that did help a lot. Nice. Um, and if you attack with a physical attacker, she will counterattack with an attack that does damage and gives you blindness. So then you have to spend a turn getting rid of that. And the thing is, because it's a counterattack and it happens all the time, she's getting those in addition to her normal turns. So you're like, you're just like wasting HP and wasting time every time you decide to attack Unaleska. So she becomes like this interesting barrier to try to get across. It's a great boss fight, yeah. It's great. It is great. So I always feel like the for, for me the 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 way I always try to do it is just the most damage I can do as fast as possible on on form one because the longer I stick in there the more annoying it's going to be the more I'm going to be like slowly taking my health down because she doesn't do a ton of damage but um but she just she just ticks you down over time yeah. because you can't do anything to her without receiving damage. So I just I'm like, hey, let's just get let's just pop all the overdrives right now. Like let's just go into it. Yeah. And just get her out of this phase. Yeah. I think the third phase uh is the coolest one. It kind of looks like the uh the goddess from Final Fantasy VI. Yeah, the yeah. third phase is definitely the wild one. Um 
But I will say before we get into the other rounds, the one thing that I think, the other interesting thing I will say about this uh, phase is that her normal attack, will, uh, when she gets her That's turn, right. it removes your positive status effects. So yeah. if you yeah. have yeah. Like haste on, it'll slow you back down, and if you have protect, it'll get rid of it. Yeah, I think it's, it's called... It's pretty uh, interesting. On the wiki, that's called Dispelling Slap, which, like, I didn't kind of realize at first until, because, I mean, my first move is always, like, used Hey Saga with, uh, with Titus, and then, like, she would, like, hit Lulu, and then I was like, wait, why isn't Lulu going? And I'm like, oh, okay, I, I kind of see how it's going. Yeah, so, uh, yeah. she has a lot of just, like, defensive things. Like, she doesn't do a whole lot of damage, but everything that she's doing is kind of, like, to make you waste a turn doing something to, like, get back into the position that you want to be in. Right. And uh, I do like her um, her sensor description, mm -hmm. which is just a reaper of souls. Yeah, it's really cool. <laughs> and then it, it does say vulnerable to holy magic. And I was like, ooh, Carl going to have a good time with this one. Yeah, it actually kind of made a little more sense for me to just use double cast, which only does black magic and use okay. Ultima two times in a row with uh, That's fair. with Yuna. Um, but like That's holy right, was Ultima. yeah, like uh, I kind of also uh, I, I found myself um, in a situation a couple of times where I was trying to like plan ahead to the next phase where I was like, okay, I'm gonna take down her HP so she's gonna transform into her next phase. So I don't want to do a double cast here, so I'll only do holy and do enough damage and stuff. But I'm doing like quad nines with Yuna on either of those attacks, so it's God. it's like oh fuck yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah it's really good. <laughs> So you're like two turns and through <laughs> Unalaska phase one. Well, yeah, but what I really like about this fight in particular and, and the, the past couple of boss fights where I was like, oh, I'm like OP now, like Yuna is the bringer of death. She cannot be stopped is like FF10. Like I do have that in my wheelhouse, but FF10 is also kind of like, yeah, but you're not going to you're not going to be able to do what you want to do. Like that's the strat <laughs> that you have, but you're not going to do it. The bosses <laughs> are really well put together, I will say. Yeah, in in the next phase of it, um, there's a move, I think it's called, what, it's called, like, Hellbite or something? Right? Hellbite. So, okay. yeah. so once you get through her initial 24,000 HP, she goes to her second phase, right? And the second phase, there's a little bit of a graphical change, like, her hair becomes, like, thicker, almost like a cape, and there's, like, weird, like, wings or tendrils, like, So I'm out finding out, she's actually, like, I think throughout the fight, emerging further and further from the ground. So, like, in the first phase, yes. you actually see her, but she already has a cape. And uh, okay, yeah, it's almost kind of like a th it's she's sort of sitting on it like it's a like a throne. And then she yeah. like she pulls up higher, and then it turns out those are like part of like tentacles or something. Yeah, on her second phase, like oh shit, there was all that under there. Okay, yeah, yeah it's like a big eldritch horror like tentacled mass that like kind of comes up below her, and she's like sitting on it like a throne and like attacking you from it. Or it's like suspending her by her hair, kind of. Her hair just keeps getting bigger and bigger. Yeah, it's very disturbing. <laughs> Yeah, and she uses uh, this move that's called Hellbiter, which will hit uh, your party uh, sometimes multiple times, right. but it only does like yeah. 200 damage. It, it, it's really not that that big yeah. of a deal, but it puts all of your party members in zombie, unless they have like right. zombie proof or zombie uh, uh, whatever the other one is, which I don't recommend using. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Because yeah, you not see this, this and you think, okay, when I fought Seymour, this was his trick. 
So I, right, I'm you're immediately in this like because the game has trained you like oh zombie that means full life could be next. So like yeah, I don't like, want to get one shot. So yeah. let's get everybody out of zombie. So let's do let's do holy water and take care of this. And yeah, except yeah. it also uh, Unilesco will sometimes use Kiraga or Regen. Yeah, mm-hmm. on your party. So yes. like Regen is like Regen sl- is such a poisoning. It's like poison attack. It's so but good. It's for that's, zombies. <laughs> that's such a good reversal. I love that so much that instead of poisoning you, she makes you zombie and then regions and i'm yeah. like ah here's another thing with zombie that i didn't realize until this fight um it doesn't just work for healing items it also works for ethers because i was like just depending on yuna to be the damage <laughs> dealer and like take care of everything and i was like okay i i blew through all of my stuff i need to use an ether now so that i can get a double cast off and i went to use ether and it was just like i had like 90 uh, mp and then it was just like zero and i was like <laughs> Oh, oh fuck! No. <laughs> I did not know that. Holy shit! Yeah, it's not. Yeah. <laughs> this is That's this good. boss is fucking devious. Yeah. <laughs> I'm I love to see what some of the other attacks. Oh, are the here. Uh, the last round changes the Hellbiter too, because then that's that changes it to where that. Uh, she can use it even if you already are afflicted with zombie. Yeah. So it's like a further weird right, wrinkle. I think in phase two she'll only do it if you're party members are not zombies yeah mm-hmm. and then by yeah. the third round it's like it's it's she even defined it anyway. the training she's doing to you while you're fighting her yeah right hellacious so should we talk about the phase because phase two doesn't have that much going on it has like hellbiter some normal it's attacks. kind of the warm-up to like the final phase yeah so, yeah. so the final phase it's this, the fake this out is where it's like I, zombie look out yeah. and you're like I don't want to be in zombie with whatever's coming next because I know uh, full life so is coming I remembered this I remembered this fight and I remembered the zombie bullshit and so I, I went out of my <laughs> way pre this to grind to make sure that I had equipment that had zombie proof and <laughs> zombie you, ward you fool. yeah and much much like the rest of the universe, I forgot about Dave Mustaine. And so when we get into phase three, and she launches Megadeth, Mega fucking kills Death. my yeah. That's oh, so yep. good. Yeah, yeah. Because so phase she, three yeah. starts out, and it. Do you want to? We should talk about what phase three looks like because it's super oh fucking cool. So you know those tentacles. Uh, now she's on her back, and those tentacles are attached to a head. <laughs> And yeah. it's basically a giant Medusa head that she's atta- she was attached to the whole time. Yep. It's, Dude, it's, it's fucking like, wild. It's like Unileska, the the for- the physical form that we saw standing there, like over top of that like little symbol. Like so I should say too, like she the whole time we were talking to her, she was standing on top of like a glowing plate in in her room. And like that glowing plate when we began to fight her and like you know, phase two came up revealed to be a hole and it's like, Oh, she's attached to something under the ground. And then we saw that big tentacled mass and we're like, Oh my God, there was that tentacled mass under the ground. That's as disgusting as she'll get. <laughs> like, nope. Yeah. It raises up and there's this big creepy, like Medusa head thing. And it makes, it reminds me of like an angler fish. Yes. Like, oh, I was, I was just yes. looking that up. Yes. Yeah. I, I was, yeah. Like, like Unileska is the little light bulb on the end. Like the, yeah. the physical form we know is that little light bulb, but then it gets closed and it's like, this big monster and I was like oh that's disgusting additionally there are five more tentacles that we didn't see that have like skeleton faces on the tips of them which are like almost like <laughs> yes. fucking some HR Geiger looking bullshit like, yeah <laughs> I, I think those are the things that pop up behind us and do hellbiter oh I think yeah, so yeah sense. do hellbiter yeah, yeah. fucking hellbiters she's she's just got like huge cosmic horror vibes like yeah. it's fucking yeah. gnarly it's so but good like, she looks like she's kind of lounging on it like a beach chair on the top yeah. of it yeah <laughs> 
Like, because it's all still attached to her head. Let the skeletons yeah. do all the work. Oh, to be and a Unaleska <laughs> lounging, on a, lounging on a Medusa head. <laughs> so like you were saying, she starts this with, and like, you don't get a chance to move or do have a turn or anything. The phase opens with the attack Mega Death, which is just, it uses death on all three of your party members. And that's it. Yeah, <laughs> it'll, you, it, it game does. over. It, yeah, you we, just then we get to watch the over. cool Orin speech again. So mm-hmm. I wanted to say, you remember when we were like, "Hey, you know what the worst thing about the Seymour Flux fight is? Is that it's behind a giant fucking mm-hmm. cutscene. Like that's the worst part of it. This is behind like three giant cutscenes, mm-hmm. like in a row. Which I'm not as mad about. At least the cutscenes are cool. Yeah, you can go. Oh yeah, go back to the elevator before you, you go in. You this can room. save in between yeah. two. Like yeah, it's like in the middle. Yeah, but exactly. there's still the long one too. I was just like, yeah. Because, like, the first time, if you don't know, like, you wouldn't necessarily think to go back and save before you head into Unaleska's chamber. Because you just saved. Yeah, you, you just, just saved. saved. So why yeah. would you need to again? And, like, it makes you watch the whole thing. And I was like, game, you are trying my fucking patience. So, <laughs> <laughs> so like, the last time I played this and, like, not remembering how this Steam, works. Steam, I think you can fast forward. I've been told by someone in our Discord. You can yeah, really no, not not the cutscenes. Oh, not the cutscenes. Okay. So this the Steam version has a built-in two x and four x speed, but nice. it goes back to regular speed during the cutscenes. But can you skip cutscenes? No. Okay. This game, <laughs> this game was a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> We had so much free time back in the the twenty aughts. Yeah, I know. We can just watch it again. Like, uh, I could be. Uh, yeah, I could. Uh, I could download like half an Eminem song by the time this cutscene's over. <laughs> That's an awfully hot coffee pot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. This. I'm. I'm furious. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, I I didn't mind it as much, but I was also kind of like, well. I can just put my switch down and like go make some yeah. coffee or something, and you know, like come back to it. Which I could put my switch down and just not pick it up again. Yeah, yeah. and there are there are some parts that you can like mash through. Not all of it, but like if you're hitting A, like there, uh, there it'll it'll skip the part of the like the text, right? Yeah, yeah, but um, yeah. So Mega Death. Do we want to talk about the trick of getting around Mega Death? I love. Okay, I hate it, but I love it. <laughs> I love it time. so much. I want to talk like, about my like prep. Sure, I had sure, a lot okay. of fun. So like, again, I was using kind of Riku's cheese trap where she did a, a trio of quad dines with uh, using uh, the wings to discovery. The fire gems. Yeah, and then fire gems. So like the first phase, uh, the first two phases of Basil Blast two because mm-hmm. of Riku, which yeah, again I cast a trio of quad nines, threw a fire gem down for uh, the first. Actually, the first phase is only. 24,000 so I think I just yeah. had like Orin or basically Orin and maybe threw like one uh, and a grenade or something like that and that counted that just got through it and then the second phase I had uh, Titus do his like uh, slice and dice which does like six attacks again quad nines I got through <laughs> all 50 no problem but in the third phase like okay how am I do with this death thing so I did some prep and what I did is I made um, Orin the designated zombie because he has the most HP mm. <laughs> designated um, zombie <laughs> So okay, just for the just for hell of it to kind of make things slightly easier. So the, for the first two phases, I have Riku. I gave her zombie proof, which I forget what you use to. Uh, I think that's I, candle of life. Yeah, candle of life, which you can steal from. Uh, you the, can yeah the ghost the monks, monks in the dome. Yeah, in the previous area, and then I made um, because okay, I can have this character be a zombie, but how do you heal them? So what I found out is that you can uh, instill use those fire gems again, and customize the armor to equip fire eater. 
So now I have oh. Lulu basically be the healer. So okay. if Orin receives damage and she needs a little top off, I can just have Lulu cast a fire attack on that's him. That's pretty yeah. smart. That's, that's really just, smart. Because huh. that's like I think the really the only way to like recover HP um, while you're still a zombie. It's like okay, I'll have him muscle through this. If he's struggling, I'll just call Lulu in quick to kind of like <laughs> zap him. I feel like I cavemaned this strategy <laughs> this a lot more. But like... then the final phase, I just had Yuna. <laughs> I had every single Aeon ready with an overdrive. Oh, really? <laughs> and I just got through this last phase just like going down the list. Like, yeah, all right, well, yeah. let's start yep. let's start with Veil 4 and just go down the list. And then that was it. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. I, I, I did the thing where I was like, okay... There's a million ways I could approach this, which is really cool. Like I didn't I didn't think of like healing that way and stuff, but I was like, okay, I could really level grind and get zombie touch from Orin, maybe, or like it I was trying to think of a way that I could cast zombie like cast a zombie touch weapon on you know or zombie like, strike, I think it was the other yeah, one. Yeah, zombie right? strike with with uh like Yuna or someone with like low attack, so I could just, you know make sure that at least one person was and if i had to heal then use holy water and stuff and i was the problem like, is that like with physical attacks that they will just dodge like if you yeah. try to attack another but like with lulu i think they won't like be able to like dodge a like magic mm. attack so like that's why i immediately looked Fair. into that <laughs> yeah that's 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 a really that's good really strategy smart. on my second try when i was like oh okay so zombie is the way that you like i, I don't think we said it explicitly but mega death will miss if uh if you have right. any party members with zombie, which at that point, if you weren't trying to, if, if you weren't expecting full life and trying to make sure that on the next phase you yeah. weren't going to have a party of zombies. Full like, life consequences. You would probably <laughs> figure that out yourself. Um, but uh, like, I, I was like, okay, so zombie is a thing. Uh, but what my plan was, was the same thing that I did during the, the Seymour Flux fight where I was just like, oh, I can just throw my, my Aeons at it and not worry about it and just, just exactly. sacrifice them to right. like avoid a turn. So I was like, okay, what I'm going to do is I'm going to summon Bahamut and have him take death and stuff. And... I, I fucked it up though because I didn't realize that he's immune to mega death. So I could have easily just did the overdrive. What? And I was like, I, I didn't optimize it in a way where I was just like, I used overdrive at the wrong time and stuff. And I was just like, oh, damn. So on the oh, third gotcha. try, I just summoned him in and used overdrive and was like, okay, that's uh, <laughs> that's no problem. Like I, I did like 300. Uh, or uh, thirty thousand damage, and then just yeah. like finish it off with with, uh, nice. with you. Another handy uh, handicap you can uh, equip is that um, you can steal from you know Leska's stamina tablets, which doubles the yeah. HP that a character oh. can have. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. oh. So if you did just like one like stock up HP before they get zombified or something That's like that. That's a good idea. I would yeah. say like aside from Kiraga, like Unaleska's actual attacks don't do that much damage. Like the danger no, they're comes like in, in the like two to five hundred range. Like it's yeah. not that bad. Yeah. Right, yeah, so yeah, she does, like she does absorb and uh, osmos oh, as right, well. Absorb. absorb does suck, yeah. In the first phase, you can get her to damage herself with it if you have the zombie status on the party member with the highest HP, like Orin. Okay, gotcha. Oh. She tries to drain from a zombie, yeah. Gotcha. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, right. I forgot that. Yeah, that totally happened. Yeah, That's and then cool. the That's second awesome. and third phases, you can keep it, you can keep the zombie status active, uh, and then hit them with reflect from Yuna. Mm -hmm. Okay. That'll heal her. It, it heals her on her other turns, but it keeps her from using Mega Death. From actually using the Kiraga. Yeah. I, I yeah. did end up using uh, reflect uh, stats, but she also did the thing where she yeah. like dispels. But 
at the same time, I forgot that Kimari had Reflect on as I had Titus in there. And I was like, oh, okay, I just need to haste Aga up. And I hasted like two of my party members. And then also Unaleska. And I was like, oh, God, what have I done? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. I had a real panic because as soon as like I got through the other side of Megadeth with Oren, he was like, oh, cool. And I was like, okay, I have two guys. I'll just use a Mega Phoenix. And then Oren just fucking dies. <laughs> I did the same thing. Oh, I right. did the same thing. Because I had one person zombie. I hope these Aeons are enough. Like, God damn it. Yeah. <laughs> I had one person zombie. Zombie is such a bad status effect, man. Yeah, yeah it yeah. is. I did that same thing, though. I had, I had one person as a zombie and two people died, which is what my plan was. I was like, I'll just keep one in there and I'll just throw a Mega Phoenix. <laughs> but I killed the zombie and broke the other two back. And I was like, oh, yeah. You whoops. idiots. <laughs> yeah. I need like a... Uh, uh, like a a big phoenix, just like those two <laughs> characters. <laughs> no, I will big say phoenix. she she still does. Um, uh, what's the fucking name of the attack? Nailbiter, hellbiter, hellbiter, hellbiter. hellbiter. <laughs> she, she still does hellbiter. Nail so like, yeah, nailbiter. <laughs> so you still get the zombie status effect as this as the battle goes on in phase three. And so mm -hmm. my strategy was just like to make sure that at least one person was always zombied. And I didn't even no. bother with healing yeah. them. Like when they were about to die, I would just let Hellbiter hit another person and then heal one more. Yeah, and that's, just that was them. how I did it too. Yeah. yeah, that's what I wanted to do. But I was like convinced that there was going to be a, a, a situation where like Hellbiter didn't happen and Megadeth did. So I was always yeah, like, yeah. I was like, I need to have like, you know, on on the benches, I need to have the zombies so that way, like, yeah. if things are getting a little worrisome, I just swap them in. <laughs> You just do yeah. a line change, you know. <laughs> but yeah, uh, it, this this is a cool boss fight. I I don't know. So here's the thing. I don't know if I can actually say how I defeated this because it's it's kind of a spoiler. I was gonna say because it's uh, rated NC seventeen. So Curtis, I, uh, <laughs> I I I went ahead a little bit uh, and I explored some <gasps> oh. side areas and unlocked an extra thing. Um, you, that you, you unlocked an Aeon with a special sword. With a special sword, um, I got. And that I got an too. over. I got an overdrive on phase three. Was it Slim Jim uh, with, <laughs> with Yuna? So, yeah, one one hit. That's sick. Wow. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I guess like we we don't have to get into it because we're gonna talk about it more coming up. Right. But Yuna does have a one hit KO. Aeon <laughs> that she will get like and it's I think optional though right it is optional yes. and yeah. it costs cool. money it costs lots yeah, it of costs money. money pay to yeah. win yeah, the, the Aeons have started to unionize <laughs> <laughs> my Aeons have unionized <laughs> <laughs> but yeah that's Unileska <laughs> yeah it's a fun fight like yeah it, that was super fight. fun that's, that's a good fight also very like thematically and like you know, story-wise, a good fight as well. Oh yeah, we'd fought death literally. We fought death, and we won. I really, I really wanted Oron to get the final hit, so I was kind of disappointed that it worked out the way it did for my my particular save. But just oh, still, like him, he shoulda. I did get Oron with the last hit, and I was like, nice. I was like, Unileska only has like a thousand HP left. I'm going to use Banishing Blade because that seems like thematically <laughs> Yo, appropriate. That's sick. <laughs> Fuck yes. Be, be gone, thought. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Alex! I just clipped so bad. I'm so sorry. It's vanished to the oh, thought dimension. It's good. It's good. <laughs> but yeah, so we beat Unileska. We're taken back into a cutscene before, like I think, before the the stats pop up and everything, right? Before we get experience. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And uh, we have and a new guest on the pod, by the way. 
Oh, we do have a new guest on the pod. Oh. I, don't know he, I don't know if he's gonna talk. This is this is Mastodon. He's he's metal as fuck. <laughs> oh, Mastodon, take the high road. Did he replace say, Twitter? Do, do the wolf is loose. That's a great song. <laughs> anyway, reminds me of a cat creature. I met on tour named Killdozer. <laughs> Yo, hell yeah. <laughs> uh, friend of the show, uh, Creepy Dave has a I was going to say, has Chainsaw. the best cat names. Yeah, Chainsaw. And then he, I think he originally thought it would be funny to name his cat Dave Jr., but he had always <laughs> wanted a cat named Chainsaw. And then when he got uh, another cat, he kind of wanted to keep along with that naming convention, but he was also really tempted to name her Shrek because that would have been really <laughs> funny. Uh, but instead, he named her Dirt Bike. So his his two cats are Chainsaw and Dirt Bike. Chainsaw and so Dirt good. Bike. I love it. Yeah. I, I like to think that if he was going to name one of the cats Dave Jr., it wouldn't be after himself. It would be after the Wendy's sandwich. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, like I just thought Jr. it was Dave Mustaine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah Dave, Dave Mustaine. Yeah. Uh, I've had I've had just about enough of Megadeth for one day. <laughs> so, uh, it, uh, Unaleska has a really sick death animation, and my favorite part of it is after like the Medusa head is like exploding and all of that, and like melting into the ground. We see like you know the the anglerfish Unaleska at the top, yeah. and she's just totally like planking. <laughs> <laughs> like T pose, yeah, like T pose, just kind of like it's just like laying there as like all of it is like crumbling around her. <laughs> that is really funny. Yeah, I have that pulled up too. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> she just she's just like thinking about like where did I go wrong? <laughs> just looking off into the face, just like well, I got an overkill. Hell yeah. Ooh. Nice. I was trying to, but I didn't. I got quad nines, but it wasn't enough. That was Baja Blast. <laughs> so, um, so Unaleska says, If I die, so does the final Aeon. And with it, Spira's only hope. Then we'll find Spira a new hope. And she says, Fool, there is no other way. And even if there was, even if you did destroy Sin, you, Yevon, the immortal, would only create Sin anew. <laughs> who me Evan? Who me? Who me who Evan? Evan? Yeah. Whom, whomst among us? Evan. <laughs> <laughs> you Evan? Me Evan? And uh, Titus, Titus is like you know shocked as well. He says, "You Evan?" Unaleska says, "Ah, Zeon, forgive me. Spira has been robbed of the light of hope. All that remains is sorrow." And then we get our experience, and I was like, "Oh, that's so good." But yo, so metal. you Evan? Of Yevon fame? <laughs> you Yevon of the band Yevon and the Yevonites? Oh my goodness. Yeah, we so got like the name. That, so that's like, and I know like we don't have a lot of context for it right now or anything. It's like the Joey Ramone of religion. <laughs> <laughs> He's like the Mumford of religion. God. He's like the Mr. Rob Zombie of White Zombie. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Zombie. That's all. <laughs> so I know that we don't have the context for it yet, <laughs> but I do like, we already know that like everybody, you know, like when pe the very beginning of the game, right? The very first thing that like Waka taught us is like the fucking, the Yevon symbol and everybody says praise be to Yevon and all those things or whatever. And like Yevon creates sin. <laughs> like, wait yeah. a minute. Hold on just a second. Like Yevon is responsible for sin. So that's like, we don't even have like the information <laughs> to like know exactly what that means folds in in one aeon 
<laughs> let's bake for like 40 minutes <laughs> 10 years he has to bake it for 10 years and then there's a new one <laughs> he's but getting like, better at it because apparently that, the, the column gets shorter and shorter every time right does it from what i've seen like i think i looked on i mean i'm, I'm not sure if it's said in the game or at all but because it's supposed to be like a thousand years where there's only been like what five there's actually like a, i think it's exponentially shorter column every time oh. i'm not sure if it's been revealed in game yet or but the that's what the yeah said. I, I feel like Broska's has been the shortest the hyper like, normalization of the column Cause it, yeah because my i immediately had like wait there's only been like six or f five or six like grand summoners but it's been a thousand years that doesn't really line up with like generations and shit like that yes. the, the calm over tin window has shifted <laughs> <laughs> i just figured that they failed the calm for like hundreds of years at a time like there just wasn't no the calm. first column was like i think like 500 years and the next one's like 200 and the last oh, column really? because Brosca, i think the Brosca, the Brosca column was only like 10 years yeah oh i thought they were all 10 years i'm sorry yeah because yeah. like yeah that means like sandwiches were going rampant for 900 years That's what I thought. 900, 900 and change maybe it's like biblical the in the sense that like you know moses was like 200 years old or whatever and it's like well the years were different back then like <laughs> <laughs> you're saying that uh moses was the final aeon and, was, <laughs> and became soon what I'm saying is Yevon creates dinosaurs, Yevon destroys dinosaurs, Yevon creates man, man destroys Yevon, man creates dinosaurs. <laughs> the Yevonites were so preoccupied with whether they could. <laughs> anyway, uh, I got a level three key sphere from this. So that's important. Yo, hell yeah. Um, <laughs> very important. Yeah. I'm really salty about not milking him out of beer running yeah hell yeah <laughs> i i love yuna's first line out of this battle it's so good like as soon as we fight we beat yuna we get the stats she does her little death throws and everything and then yuna just says i cannot believe what we just did <laughs> <laughs> do you guys see that shit <laughs> could she be any more dead <laughs> yeah. and titus says let's do something more unbelievable and Riku's like, what? And he says, destroy sin. Let's kill so God. Won't come back. He'll let us kill God. And without the final Aeon. I don't know how just yet, but I'll find out. And then importantly, I should have said this to you guys before we did this podcast. Did you go to the back of the room and get the sun crest? Yes. Yes. Okay. Because if anybody's answer was no, I was going to be like, what I'm going to need you to do is reload the save. <laughs> Load the save. Use your favorite this. tip on how to beat Unaleska again and uh, yeah. get the sun's crest. Dear listener, if you are playing along with the pod, in the back of Unaleska's room, there is a treasure chest containing the sun crest. Do not leave without it. <laughs> so the way that you actually get the treasure chest is kind of like weird. It's uh, interesting. Because right? yeah. there's, there's like three staircases here and we're still just on this platform that's like the final destination stage floating. It just ends randomly. Yeah. The, so It's like, like a Final Fantasy Tactics stage. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, tactics energy. Yeah. So if you go down like towards like walking towards the camera, it just brings you into the next scene. Uh, but there's like a staircase all the way uh, in the far end of like this room or whatever you want to call it and there's one also going up and either of those other staircases that don't go directly towards the camera will like do this weird like shift thing where like you end up at the other like Staircase, stairwell yeah. and like there's like a flash and it's like the weird like oh you know like time and space is weird here and then yeah, there'll be a treasure door chest. hallway basically you know? <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> 
So yeah, the uh, but like if you go in either of those staircases, you'll see the uh, the treasure chest in the room now, and you definitely yeah. want to grab that. You definitely want to grab that now, because <laughs> if you don't, you won't be getting it. <laughs> <laughs> so that's important. Anyway, but we get we go back into the antechamber, the atrium, the foyer, the vestibule, the yeah. the dugout, big room with the dugout. <laughs> The bathroom. <laughs> the lobby. The, the the cathedral. What are more names for rooms? <laughs> the boudoir. I don't know. <laughs> the boudoir, yes. Well, to answer your question, I don't know. <laughs> the the octagon. What, what kinds of reverb are there? There's there's hall reverb. There, there's chamber room reverb. Plate chamber reverb. reverb. Yeah, play spring. Yeah, we're, we're in the spring. spring. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, spring. <laughs> uh, Titus. Anyway, every time they um, said spring reverb, I always thought it was because it was supposed to sound like a water spring, but it, like I meant it was actually like an actual spring. No, you can only use it for three months out of the year. That's why it's spring <laughs> reverb. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not keeping that in the pot. It's too niche. <laughs> well, no, it's great. Anyway, okay. <laughs> but yeah, so we walk out, and like as we walk into the next room, like actually as as the screen comes up into the next room, we see the rest of the party almost ready to leave the room. They've kind of like left Titus behind, as well as Oren. And Oren says, "There's something you should know." I know. It's about you, right? And Oren finally drops the bomb on us here, and he says, I am also an unsent. You're not surprised? And Titus says, I think I kind of knew. It was Unaleska, wasn't it? And he explains his story of, like, what happened to him. He says, when Broska and Jack died defeating Sin, I just couldn't accept it. I came back here and tried to avenge them, but she struck me down. Somehow, I made my way crawling down Mount Gagazet, but my strength left me just outside of Bevel, and that's where Kimari found me. I told him about Yuna just before I died. I've been wandering ever since, never going to the far plane. And I was like, oh, there it is. That's the that's the full circle. Like, yes. Yeah, we got all explanation now. Oh, God. I just dropped my switch. But it's I like, caught. who could have seen this coming? Yeah. <laughs> Isn't anybody in this goddamn cemetery dead? <laughs> <laughs> Do unsent guys just, like, age normally? Yeah. Uh, dude. And, and get scars? <laughs> I'm I assuming I, maybe he got a scar when he was, like, just dragging his ass yeah, maybe. some fiends down the mountain or whatever. Yeah, that's a good point. He probably did. His rat right. tail just disappeared somewhere, you know. Around <laughs> <laughs> uh, B- uh, Biron uh, beat him up and stole his rat tail. <laughs> yeah. Cut, cut it off. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. yeah. <laughs> Tailless. Yeah, tailless. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and like Titus like is about to be like sympathetic and he's like, oh, Oren. And Oren says, don't make that face. Being dead has its advantages. Being dead I actually owns. <laughs> Being dead is actually Unalesco was right. Death rules. We should all be doing it. <laughs> <laughs> he says, I was able to ride Sin and go to your Xanarkand. And and Titus says, and you've been watching over me ever since then. All aboard. All aboard. I rode your dad to get here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is it is it in the Simpsons where there's like zombies or something and they say or it, it might be it might be in Futurama where they're like, Come, Bender, you'll like being dead. Hey, that's what they said about being alive. <laughs> <laughs> 
awesome. It's either The Simpsons or I would have loved for, for Titus to be like, wait, hold the fuck up. All these times where we, we got a game over because your ass died and you could have just like <laughs> gotten back up this whole yeah, time. Yeah, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> no one sent you. The, that fiend did not fucking send you. It's like, hold up, Aaron. You really let us down in that third phase, buddy. How the fuck <laughs> did you get zombie cast on you then? <laughs> How the fuck Wait do Phoenix Downs work on you? <laughs> <laughs> if you are dead, why are you always drinking all that piss? You don't need sustenance. <laughs> he just likes the taste. <laughs> it's like Slimer drinking high C. <laughs> that just raises further questions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love this next line, though. Um, after he says being dead has its advantages, he says, I was able to ride sin and go to your Xanarkand. He's like, <laughs> it has its advantages. Riding on sin is fun as shit. <laughs> Yeah. You thought riding on the shoe puff just was great? Just boogie board like, nonsense. Yeah, I'm imagining a high pillow just like pulling up with sin. <laughs> Next stop, Xanarkin. Yeah. Um, the punished high pillow. Yeah. Yeah, and then and, and Titus uh, extrapolates from that and says, you've been watching over me since then, haven't you? Why? What's the big idea? Why me? And Oren says, it's one of those things that's difficult to explain. But very well, I will show you my memories and he like goes to the center of the room kneels down and like touches his forehead and like releases pyreflies so like i guess like the thing that like xanarkin dome has been doing because of like all the pyreflies here Aaron can just do on command which yeah. is kind of sick <laughs> but um but yeah it shows a, a scene again where we see uh the memories of jekt and Braska and Aaron, and jekt is asking one last favor of Oren, right? Like he's like, Hey, I need you to do this one thing for me. And it's funny because the scene is shown in first person. Like instead of seeing all three of them, <laughs> we're in like, we're viewing it through Oren's eyes, right? Being yeah. John Malkovich. And that's very important for something that I'm going to say later. <laughs> okay. Just so that the listener understands, uh, but he's uh, but Jack tells him, take care of my son, my son in Xanarkand. He's such a crybaby. He needs someone there to hold his hand, see? Take care of him, will you? And Oren's like, but how am I supposed to go to Xanarkand? And Jack's just like, hey, you said it yourself. There must be a way to get there, right? You'll find it. And Oren's just like, all right, I'll do it. I'll give you my word. I'll take care of your son and guard him with my life. And then in first person, we get to see what big, strong Jack looks like if he gave us a hug. Gave us a <laughs> hug. Yeah. And like, is like, I really needed that. <laughs> this is probably bawling his eyes out. Yeah, Titus <laughs> is like, how come I never got to see that? <laughs> I do think it's also very sweet that um, Jack, like the way that Jack talked about Titus being a crybaby wasn't in like a judgmental way necessarily. He was just like putting it bluntly, but he was like, yeah, he's like, he's a crybaby and he needs someone to hold his hand. And he's like, I should be the one there to hold his hand, but I'm not going to be able to. So I need you to do that, Aaron. Yeah, yeah. Which is pretty sweet. I do I, like the last line Jekt has, which is kind of a, yeah. a double entendre, which is like, thanks, Oren, you were such a stiff, but that's what I liked about you. <laughs> yeah. Which is very funny wording, considering we just found out that Oren is dead. Yeah. You're right, right. But then we are permitted to leave Xanarkand, and we head back outside, uh, and now it's daytime, right? It's daytime outside of the... Uh, beautiful day. Beautiful daytime outside the Xanarkand uh, Blitzball... Whatever dome. Yeah. Deject Memorial Dome. The, Deject Memorial is. Dome. <laughs> God. Um, parking is already cleared out, so there's not a big traffic spike. Uh, Septa's taking all the Flyers fans yeah. back to their homes. Everyone left after the seventh inning because, uh, you know, the Xanarkand Abes were losing. <laughs> 
the weekend played the halftime <laughs> show, which Carl just informed me the other day is not a band, but in fact a person. Uh, <laughs> um, and I'm we sorry, had, you had to find out this way. Yeah. Wow, I was today years old. and there is now i've learned (laughs) to be fair i think i had to google that when you were in your like in your stream talking about the weekend as a band and i was like that's that's just a guy right and like i i wasn't fully like sure about it so i had to ask my girlfriend she was like yes (laughs) i remember like you said something like this mf said the weekend is a band and my like response was like oh they're not a band <laughs> I'm, like, still assuming it was plural <laughs> i mean a band can be a guy yeah it's true a family can just be a bunch Earth. of dads <laughs> yeah um but there is a speaking of who's he we see someone yeah there's there's one more blitzball fan who has not left the stadium yet though and we're waiting for titus's we... autograph it's gritty here he is. <laughs> uh, no, there's a, a sin is here. Yeah, very big. Very, very, very big. scary. Just hanging out. Just and like just dwarfing the entire like dome. Looking kind of cute. Yeah, looking, looking kind of cute. Honestly, <laughs> looking kind of cute. Kind of looking like it's smiling. Looking like a snack. Yeah, because this is like the first time we get like a looking really... like thick Godzilla. <laughs> like a basically a face straight down like the barrel like view yeah of, like, like what not sin looks like yeah it's not obstructed this time right like we Sitting always like a guy like a, and it's like one of the first like really clear shots of like exactly the the kaiju as a whole basically yeah 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 and like we see it's kind of like amphibious nature it almost like has like a turtle kind of feel to it yeah like yeah yeah like and the, i will say i don't like its eyes its eyes skeeve me out it's yeah got a bunch very of which ones I forgot that fit uh, that phobia of like lots of holes. Yeah, we don't want to say the name of it because that might bring people to Googling it, which is not advisable because you can (laughs) absolutely understand why people would be triggered in that one Adventure Time one where they start sticking their thumbs in the back of that frog. Like, what a good boy am I? And they're like, just the the frog backs where the eggs come out of like, Uh, (laughs) yeah, like dried out sunflowers. You know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's it's. (laughs) Yeah, but uh, he's looking kind of sad. He's an ocular boy, is what we're trying to say. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> he's just a land whale. Yeah, well, I mean, he's also a sea whale, I guess. But but I guess he can just walk around like a like a Godzilla too. Oh, I figured he was in the sea right now. I think he's I think he's in the water. But he's like propped up. His whole like yeah, he's oh, got yeah. his he like claws on the land, and he's like holding himself up. Yeah, he's like, like he's a, just like kind of hanging out on the edge like, of the pool, yeah. you know? Like, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> and we're like, return to the sea. Do not evolve into humanity. Eventually, you will have to go to work. <laughs> <And they rent>. <laughs> <laughs> go back. Turn back. Turn back. It's not. Just keep too giving late. RN rides. It'll be fun. <laughs> but yeah, this is like super weird because we're just like, this is the first time we've seen Sin kind of. I mean, besides just kind of sleeping at the bottom of like Lake Lake, Lake Macalania. Mm-hmm. Uh, where like Sin is just like not attacking or anything. Yeah, it's just like looking at Titus, and then yeah, we hear Titus's voice over. Dad, I know the final summoning's gone, but I'll think of something. Just give me a little more time. So like almost like Sin was just like I heard they were meeting Uleskal. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I'm gonna wait here for the final Aeon to show up. Because we've gotten like hints that it seems like Jekt has some kind of consciousness still yeah. inside Sin. Like he may not be entirely in control, but like yeah, that's like what I'm curious. Like that, 
how much agency does of does sin have of of, of self because if it's just like not running amok right here is it maybe because there's like no, no no living beings out here it's just titus and like the party and that's it yeah because it because it just turns and leaves there's no sinning out here there's no mocking out here yeah <laughs> yeah but like like yeah after titus is like he doesn't even say it out loud he just thinks that he's like yeah there's no final aeon anymore but i'll think it's something and sin just kind of like leaves very yeah, peacefully like, yeah turns around and just kind of starts like going in the other direction open and then we get yeah. a really cool shot and it changes it's a sad hulk music <laughs> <laughs> yeah it uh it changes to the fmv and then we get a really cool shot of sin like turning away and like walking off into the distance and then we see like from the other direction we see the uh the airship come flying in and yeah, like, yeah. it passes sin and they like like intersect each other and like just like that must have been fucking horrifying in the air. Ship. Yeah, if you're on the ship, brother, brother's like uh, <laughs> flying a little close to the sun there. <laughs> yeah, for sure. But um, I guess is that where we should end the episode today? Yeah, because we we can save. And yeah, basically just board yeah. the. Or, or do we just find ourselves on the airship? We just find time? ourselves on the airship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Next, that's which we'll talk ends. about. Yeah, there's a lot to talk about on there. Yeah. Yeah. So okay. So what we'll do next is we're gonna do a lot of the interstitial dialogue and plot so like we won't be doing anything <laughs> next episode <laughs> what we're gonna do is we're gonna get back on the ship there's gonna be a bunch of scenes that kind of uh, wrap up this thread because like we're done with the pilgrimage we're not done with ff10 but the pilgrimage is over so there's gonna be a lot of like decompressing canceled canceled the <laughs> pilgrimage has been canceled <laughs> cancel culture strikes again oh my goodness <laughs> um and then we'll also go uh, back to Bavel, and we'll get those scenes as well. Because I think a, a certain Meister's got a little explaining to do. <laughs> um, yeah, who's this Yu Yevin guy? <laughs> who's this Yu Yevin? Who's this Yu Yevin fella? Yu Yevin. Who is Yevin? Y'all Yevin. Now, I don't... We can't make a 20-minute ordeal about this, but... I'm going to bring this up. I'm so sorry, Alex. Here it goes. But we have two guests, so I have to get their input. So, <laughs> it was brought to my attention through our Twitter that somebody said, oh, there is there's extra information outside of FF10 itself, right? Like, sometimes Final Fantasy, that's a company, right, or a square, will put out, like, like books and and little side pieces of information. Big lore dumps. Lore in the, dumps. In right. physical in physical form. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And they did so with FF10. And they have decided that Xanarkand, Dream Xanarkand, is just a physical place off the coast somewhere. <laughs> and that you can just go there. And the reason why you have to ride Sin to get there is because <laughs> Sin knows where it is. I hate this. It's like the island in Lost. What? I, I hate that I so hate much. This. <laughs> <laughs> this is why this is why the Ultimania guide should be illegal. <laughs> like we need to shut down all the ancillary the lore fuck? until we know what's going on. <laughs> yeah. I just so wanted like, to Yeah, go ahead. I've I've played through ten numerous times. I played through, you know, ten two numerous times. And then when I bought <laughs> the um you know the, the HD version for Steam, it comes with the there's like pick which thing you're going to start when you load the game. It's like, yeah, do you want to play yeah. 10 or 10 two? or there's something called like uh 10 eternal calm. Yeah. And then like an additional That's like the, an epilogue mm, kind of tag. Yeah. On, right? the, so uh, apparently there's like a, a, like audio book type 
yeah continuation of the story and i'm just Audio like play, yeah. why why what yeah. is yeah. when I mean, you have so, a good I thing mean, you just gotta you gotta milk it for all it's <laughs> fucking worth <laughs> so could brother just find this this anarchist that's like, what i'm wondering you know? <laughs> brother, and like if you go up high enough can you see it like or is yeah. it kind of like uh and like and like what's the name of the city in the castle in the sky i forget but um it's La- lapida Lapido. It's like it's like that thing where no one can really see it because there's like a fucking storm around it or something. Curtis. Yes. It's basically just like Lemuria in Golden Sun, the Lost Age. <gasps> now you're making sense. <laughs> <laughs> or it's like it's outside of everyone's draw distance. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's uh, yeah, the, the the camera the camera clipping is set to the wrong the wrong yeah. distance. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or or it's like the the hidden island in Golden Sun one where you have to have like an old man like rowing instead of like the <laughs> yeah, strong right. guys so you accidentally God. veer off course and then you fight the the optional super hard boss. I remember that. Oh, Hell yeah. So good. God, I love God, Golden, Golden Sun. Sun is so good. Next week next Sanarkin week we're just going to place on earth I guess. Yeah. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, man. Anyway, I didn't want to like yeah, that sucks. Go too heavy on it because we could go forever. But like, and I get, like, I guess, I guess, you know what I mean. I throw my hands up. I this guess. is some expanded universe Star Wars bullshit. Like, no, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, like, that's not canon. It's not canon. I guess it's, it's fine. Legend. I guess it. I guess it's, it's possible legends. and everything. Y- yeah. I, like Disney I, bought Square, and now it's all legends. <laughs> like, I guess it doesn't like. Kingdom Hearts is the only canon. We all know it to be true. <laughs> Orin is, like, is in those, aren't isn't he? <laughs> Maybe is he in one of them? I think so. Yeah. Well, the thing is, like, I I don't want to say that um, it's not like feasibly possible that Xanarkand, or Dream Xanarkand, is on Earth somewhere. Like, I guess it doesn't necessarily contradict the physical lore. Because every time I like say this to somebody, they're like, "Well, it could be," and I'm like, "Yeah, it could be," but, but thematically, like, like it it really reduces a lot of the um the emotional weight. Of yeah. Yo, could you sense? imagine? Could the you faith imagine just went if... offshore with their offshore accounts and like <laughs> yeah. basically went to the like it's like the Bermuda Triangle kind of thing. <laughs> could you imagine if Final Fantasy like took something that had a lot of emotional weight and then like <laughs> changed it in some sort of way? In like you know that would be <laughs> that would be wild. Yeah. <laughs> It's whatever. Certainly not know. in a straight to DVD film. No. Yes. Certainly not in a some sort of remake. <laughs> mm. If Final Fantasy VII is so good, why isn't there a Final Fantasy VII too? <laughs> Got him. Got him. Got him. It's a good point. So ostensibly, thirteen would be the greatest Final Fantasy, right? Because there's just so many sequels. <laughs> I, by that logic, yeah. I mean, it is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited to ha- talk about the fashion lines. I'm, still, yeah. I'm so excited to talk Dude, about the, 13. The Louis it. Vuitton. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's good shit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Final Fantasy. What the fuck? <laughs> I love it. What a good series. <laughs> what the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> okay, here. I know that, like, obviously we're fans of Final Fantasy. We're doing a podcast about it. But I will say that, like, one of the things that I do love about this franchise is how just fucking book wild they get with shit sometimes. They're just like, no, this makes sense. It makes sense. <laughs> like to have a yeah, Louis Vuitton. You have to thing, believe right? us. Yeah. It, or who was a? Sense. Who was the fashion designer that like Please designed like OG punk stuff? Uh, I I don't know about the OG punk stuff, but uh, Vera yeah, Wang like, did like the wedding dress for Final Fantasy fifteen. Wait, oh, was um, it Vera Wang? Vivian Westwood. Vivian Westwood. No, Vivian Westwood. You're right. Vivian yeah. Westwood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She designed a lot of like the old punk look, like Sex Pistols look and mm-hmm. shit like that. Like a lot of that was. Yeah, her. she had the store in in London. Yeah. 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 
Damn. But uh, yeah, yeah. Wild. And things like Cup Noodle is in 15. Yeah, I was going to say. The Cup Noodle up, yeah. quest is so good. And, and like, obviously, there are like. And Coleman, like, camping gear. Yeah, Coleman camping gear. Yeah. And obviously, like, like product placement is not what makes Final Fantasy so wild. But the weird product placement is just a facet of what makes the series so wild. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what a. What a dumb fucking franchise. I love it so much. <laughs> I love it so much. Speaking of which, it's so good. I have this I just got in the mail. I just got the Final Fantasy V like primer guide thing. Not a guide. Ooh, but shit. Basically, before they would sell the SNES games or some of the SNES games, in order to hype them up, they basically made like a nice zine for them and they would yeah. sell them for like 500 yen so like five bucks and you could buy them before the game came out like months before the game came out you could buy it read it and be like oh, oh this game rules. is gonna have so much stuff in it it's gonna be so cool i think i'll actually purchase the cartridge and like games in japan are a little bit more expensive i mean sometimes considerably more expensive than they are here so it kind of makes sense that like if you have a big thing like this and you want to hype it up and get people to buy it you might put out something like this but it's very cool because it has like all the Amano art for all the summons and everything. And they all look really good. Hell yeah. That's so cool. But I am a big fan of five, obviously, because I like speed run it and everything. So like, I was like, oh, I need to get this. I need to check it out. Oh, dude, look at the fucking, look at the Hiryu. He's so cute. Aww. Aww. <laughs> anyway. Little was, anime wyvern. Anyway, we are not in five yet. <laughs> I know, but like, it's, it's good banter, Alex. <laughs> thank you both for coming back. Um, oh, God. Yeah. Thank you for having us. Seriously. I don't know if you have any other uh, thoughts. I know we were kind of just plowing through this because it's a very dense episode. No thoughts, head empty. (laughs) (laughs) No thoughts, Spanish. All thoughts, Spanish. I just, I I love the, I love the escalation of it. Like, because we we go from, okay, we've killed like a cardinal of certain (laughs) ethnic groups. And then it turns out the Pope is actually already dead. Uh, And then like we get here and it's what's what's like the analog is like, is she's is she sort of like the Virgin Mary? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like murdered. It's it's just it's so it's so fucking buck wild. Yeah, she she's some sort of like heavenly body or like angel type thing. And it's just like, oh, we killed that. Yeah, now it's a Slayer podcast. Good, good, good. But yeah, thank you all for having us. Which Slayer is an overdrive mode? It all comes together. Yeah, you can just learn Slayer, right? That's right. In the same way Corey learned Iron Maiden. (laughs) Judas Priest. No, it's Judas Priest. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Yeah, thank you for uh, coming on and putting up with us. (laughs) Yeah, it's been it's been an absolute blast. Thank you both so much. Y'all are wonderful. I know you both wanted a Unilaska, but like we have had two guests on at the same time. Like, yeah, this will be fine. It'll be fun. <laughs> and shaking my fist, and we'll do it again. <laughs> yeah, I'm like half a guest, so it's all good. <laughs> it's all right. We're all, each of us are only like one fourth of a podcast host, so like. <laughs> <laughs> that's what makes it work so good. <laughs> Together, we almost make a decent podcast. So this podcast has been a pilgrimage of its own. <laughs> <laughs> we don't know who's going to survive it. Fish is my Kamari. I don't want to be the final Aeon. My Kamari. Yeah, my Kamari. <laughs> if we could think of one past guest of the show to sacrifice and turn into a faith. <laughs> Corey. <laughs> yeah. no, I'm Ooh. just kidding. <laughs> but then the future rebuilt world of Spira will have no urban planning. His Aeon would be a train. It's true. Yeah. It's true. <laughs> yeah, Sin is just a big evil train at that point. Like. <laughs> I feel like it, Sin would be a, a big giant evil car. 
Oh, yeah, you're right, yeah. <laughs> Corey would become a car, and we would have to kill him, <laughs> as he would want us to. Yeah. <laughs> we'll find a way. Sins Toxins <laughs> is just emissions. Like. Is there anything either of you want to plug while you're here? Aaron, have you been working on anything? Uh, yeah, you can check out my Final Fantasy VII podcast, Those Who Fight. Uh, we're on iTunes, we're on Spotify, etc., etc. Yes, All please go follow them. That's it. Yeah, everyone go and rate that five stars because that one definitely deserves it way more than we it do. Actually, yeah, it, it, <laughs> it's it, such it a good podcast. It. Yeah. It's so good. Oh. Yeah, uh, just, I'm, I make music as Curious Quail, uh, you know, Game Boys and guitar and shit. Uh, follow me on Twitter. I've, I got, we got, we got some new music coming out soon, but I don't have like concrete dates for it. So just right follow on. me on Twitter for le- leftist memes and cats. That's, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's Hell what you yeah. get in the meantime. Hell yeah. <laughs> Bless. Nice. Any, yeah. Anybody doing any speed running coming up or anything? Yeah, Carl, you got anything coming up? Uh, not really. Uh, other than like the normal, you know, my Twitch channel speed run bullshit. You're trying to beat your accidental PB after dying. <laughs> and then not yeah, yeah I, I was on a I was on a really good pace for me, uh, and I thought I died to one of the bosses. That I always say there's the cutscene of shame after it because it's like it's a two phase boss. You kill one of them, and then the other kill. You know, the other gains its powers, and you have to fight it. Whatever. Um, and I got hit. And I saw my health completely disappear. And anytime I've been hit that way in the past, it meant I died. So I was just sitting there and I just like started like nodding and I like had to work on something in my like stream anyway. So I let the cutscene of shame play out. And then like I was sitting there and making sure everything was good. 30 seconds goes by and I look up and my character is still alive. <laughs> and I was like, holy fuck, I'm still alive. And then I managed to like actually beat that uh that run npb by like uh, a slight amount and i was just like god damn it god imagine damn. if i didn't let the 30 second cutscene play that's totally skippable <laughs> <laughs> so yeah more bullshit like that on my channel uh you know twitch.tv slash carl well, that's the uh that's the 15 puzzle of uh pb <laughs> exactly <laughs> i feel so bad for carl because the puzzle was broken but we it was we, my we fault though i put the pieces in incorrectly so it was all my fault anyway um yeah, other than that, I might be trying to get a uh, world record back in Demon Ooh. Tower because a week after I got it again, it got beaten again because of a new strat that was discovered by the current world record holder. So I'll probably go back to that at some point. Oh, oh yeah. 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 I started running five again. God help me. Hell so. yeah. Hell if yeah. If your controller behaves. <laughs> if I, I'm like, fuck. God. The down button just stopped working on one of my controllers. I mean, it's like third party. It may as well be like a fourth party controller at this point. But, um, <laughs> Damn you mad cats. <laughs> yeah right but uh yeah i'm gonna try to do that i'm hoping to get back in the relay race this year and nobody ever runs five so that's almost guaranteed (laughs) so we'll see (laughs) fuck yeah but you can follow me over on twitch.tv slash twirlin curtis if you want yes do that subscribe and get some good uh gritty and moogle emotes (laughs) that's right yeah let's fucking go moogle and uh, (laughs) the gritty poggers all right, Alex. What should we have you do this week? I need to think about these before I come on. Before we start recording. I mean, I feel like it's got to be the the copy pasta, right? I. Oh, that could be too. Yeah, actually, I, I was getting ready. Now to is the time to end the podcast. All right, Alex, use Hellbiter on us, and then like unknowingly we'll cure that, and then <laughs> turns later you can use Megadeth and game over our whole party. Oh, <laughs> uh, thank you to Night of the Round for the theme music. 
Um, go follow them on Twitch. Again, they are still working their way through Final Fantasy VII and VIII. Thank you to Nobuo Uematsu, Masashi Hamauzu, and Junior Nakano for the game music. There's a lot of good ones this mm-hmm. episode. Oh, yeah. I think they were, or I think we heard Challenge again, the one we were fighting Seymour Flux to yeah. with Unalesco, which has some good bop and 90s kind of clangy beats on it. <laughs> uh, rate, review, subscribe anywhere you find us. Call us at 530 Materia or find us at every FNFF on all the things. And die and be free of podcast <laughs> <laughs> god help Wisies. us